Hello, listeners. This is Hunter the MC of the Mysteries Unknown Let's Play podcast. Just going to give y'all a few updates real quick before we get started on this special one-shot I have for y'all. So, my first case I've been running, Demons and Crossend, has officially been done. It is four episodes long, and I hope to plan on releasing all those episodes over the next few months. So, look forward to that. And also... During that time, I will also be playing a few more extra special one-shots with other content creators. So look forward to those as well. Um, there's not going to be any special introduction today. It's two and a half hours almost of this great Halloween one-shot I did with the Eldritch Buds podcast. So we're just going to go cut right into it with a content warning from Ryan Bravo of Oddloop. This is a content warning. All episodes of Mysteries Unknown may include foul language, fantasy violence, blood and gore, and worst thing of all, sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. Be Halloween listeners, and welcome to the special episode of Mysteries Unknown. In this case, we are calling it Eldritch Mysteries Unknown Buds, as I have a very special set of guests with me. I will try not to fanboy here, as I've been listening to these guys for a while, and they've been doing a great podcast. I, I have with me three-fifths of the Eldritch Buds podcast crew today, starting with... You've got Connor, the dungeon master and uh, overall coolest guy on Eldritch Buds. We also have Scott, the objectively most handsome of the audio-only podcast. Well, and who who do you play? Oh, I play Cambrio. I also forget things. Yes, and then we also have uh, Speedy. I play Chode, and I also am the editor for Eldritch Buds. Unfortunately, our other beloved players, Josh and Wills, could not be with us tonight, but we know that they are with us in spirit, and they will definitely listen to this podcast once it's finally released, if I get it edited fast enough. <laughs> All right. So, today's case, we are doing a very special Halloween one-shot, which we have all named A Nightmare on Eldridge Street. Are you gentlemen ready? Let's do it. Yes, sir. Ready to get spooked. All right. For those of you who aren't familiar with City of Mist, it is a city surrounded by this mysterious purple mist. But this mist hides both the superstitious and the paranormal. So you can look at the milkman going down the road, and all of a sudden, he's the bent, stretched out form of the crooked man. The teller at your bank may just happen to be the incarnate of Queen Cleopatra herself. You never know what you will find here in the city. But this story does not take place in the city. We cut to a little suburb that's outside the city. A small, quiet little neighborhood area. It's Halloween, and all the kids are out trick-or-treating. We see a gorilla in one of those funny exercise suits. He's skateboarding, holding a giant stuffed banana. There's a guy in a werewolf costume carrying a boombox, playing some 80s hard rock music. And everyone's just kind of just walking around, hanging out, having a good time. Down the street, there's a local teenage party going on where they're probably just getting trashed to high heck for all they know. And then we cut to our three main characters of the story. As they are at of the age, which this would be their last year for this trick-or-treating magic to happen for them. Connor, introduce your character to us. Hello, everybody. My name is Adam Adams. Shy, quiet, geeky nerd who is kind of overshadowed by his more popular 
brother. I don't have too many cool things that I like to speak of. I, uh, you know, kind of just spend my time looking at bugs and just, uh, chilling out. Okay. And with you are the other two compatriots. Uh, Scotty, introduce your character now to us. All right. Uh, my name is Thomas Bass. Uh, by my last name, there's nothing I love more than just slapping those skins. Uh, I always got my drumsticks with me, just tapping out a beat. You might notice I'm constantly in my uniform of jean shorts, tank top, hairband. And I just shred. I just, you know, I'm just always walking around, tapping out rhythms, tapping into kind of that natural music, finding the flow of things, and just grooving along. And before we continue on, uh, Connor, what costume is your character wearing on this Halloween night? Yeah, I should go and, uh, yeah, I should explain that a little bit. So it's a mix of, like, old-school Count Dracula with, like, the slicked-forward Widow's Peak and, like, the, you know, ruby uh, ruby amulet with the big the big uh, collar. Uh, but also, Adam really wanted to be a raccoon. So underneath the vampire outfit, he's wearing a, like, full furry raccoon, uh, almost, like, mascot outfit with his, you can see his head. Like, there's a hole for his head. So he's a raccoon vampire. And Scotty, what is your character dressed up for Halloween as? Uh, so the problem with Thomas's Halloween costume is it's actually very similar to how he dresses in real life because he's going as Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, uh, but he spends a lot of his time dressed, so he just more so changed his hair, uh, hairband from a red one to a blue one, and he's ready to go. Right, and the last character of the night, Speedy, give us that introduction. So... He is a very tiny, kind of stout um, kid. Um, he is the older brother of Adam Adams. Um, he looks a little hairier than what a normal kid would be like at uh, age 12. Um, and he's got a whole bunch of like little scars kind of nicked all over him. Um, and he is in a, a giant robot costume. So he's got like a robot head on. He kinda, it's similar to how like Eric Cartman looks in as Osimo in South Park. He's very cardboardy and painted and he's just walking around. All right, I love that description. It's picture perfect in my head right now. That's what I love about this game. So, the three of you are all just kind of entering this neighborhood area. You're about to start going door to door to get your fill of the candy for the Halloween time. Do y'all talk about anything before y'all get started? Yeah, I'd right. like to look at my, my older brother and I'd like to say, so Logan, what are you supposed to be anyway? I'm, I'm a robot. Haven't you, haven't you seen a robots before? Oh, rock and roll, dude. Yeah, he gets it. I mean, yeah, cool. So, like, you're pretty much like the stereo, like the boombox for Tommy Lee? Think of, like, from, like, Rocky. What are those robots? Yeah, you're a boxing robot. Cool. Yeah. That's the cardboard. Boxes? Boxing? I get it. Yes. That's great. 
This is why we're, we're brothers. Is he the robot from like Rocky Two, where he's yeah. just like super rich later on? It just has Rocky like a. Three. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, Thomas at this point is actually fiddling with the final part of his costume, which is a, f a very over-the-top like drumline-esque harness with a single snare drum attached to the front of it. And so he's just doing all his little clips and buckles and trying to get it on, and it just sort of doesn't go with the vibe of Rockstar, but it's the only way he can get his drum around. just have to say really quick to all the listeners out here, since y'all can't see it, I am dying laughing on this side because I am easily picking up the little inside jokes that are going in, all the references these guys are making with how intent I've listened to these guys' shows, so just pointing that out. I'm just loving this already right now. So, as you guys start to go from house to house, we're going to do our first roll of the night for all three of y'all. I'm going to have you all roll convince, and we'll see how what kind of treats and goodies that y'all will get for these first couple houses. That would be a nine Ooh. for Adam Adams. Right. Not I to apologize. step on your toes there. I think it's a nine for Thomas Bass and a ten for Adam Adams there. That's right. We both One of us wears glasses. I got a seven. Awesome. So. So, Connor, your character, Adam Adams, he gets a... Actually, he gets a couple good handfuls of what would his favorite candy bar be? Uh, his favorite candy bar would actually probably be not a candy bar at all, but a caramel apple. That's probably his favorite thing that he'd be Is looking for. People dish those out on Halloween. Oh, Couple yeah. Handfuls. So the first house y'all both go. Yeah, the first house the three of y'all go to, instant caramel apples right off the bat. What? Yes. And... If you all go a couple other houses, you also get a king size bar of, let's say, a a Nate Deuce. We'll call it a Nate Deuce. A Nate Deuce bar. Wow, okay, great. That's my favorite baseball <laughs> and then, player. And then you also get, like, you get the three lacklusters. You get the Pieces Reese's Cups. And then, unfortunately, since two of our players rolled mixed successes... Even though, Connor, your character got a good amount of candy, the other two, unfortunately, got a rock. Ugh. <laughs> Bring it in that Charlie Brown humor. I love rocks. I was just going to say, man, it perfectly fits my vibe. Fuck, I freaking love rock. I can punch him and get stronger. Logan, these lackluster bars remind me, did you return the VCR of you, me, and Dupree? Uh... No. Oh. I haven't finished watching it yet. Oh, okay. Dupree came out in like 2008. <laughs> it's an Owen Wilson movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's like the it's like it's like the 80s version that was on VHS at the time and then the you know fast forward 2008 it's a remake. Yeah. <laughs> it's like City of Mist, Lemony sticking the timeline, one case. <laughs> you don't know what 80s uh, it is. Maybe it's the City of Mist. The 2080s, UV and Dupree is a classic and VHS is back. <laughs> no, for the record, I will go on record as I have the very first uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man on VHS still to this day. 
I got it for my birthday, and I refused to part with it. So that's awesome. Do you have a VHS player? No, unfortunately. And I have. I'm in a similar. I'm in a similar problem with the cassette tape I bought. <laughs> and I have the other two Spider-Man movies, Tobey Maguire, on DVD. So, because <laughs> it was right at that time when everything was changing. That was yeah. the thing. Well, you'll never the- know where the story starts. You'll just, it'll be like, eh, it's like starting, it's just like starting at the two towers. Who are these guys? Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Uncle Ben, who's that? Hope we get a VCR at our next house that we go trick or treating at. Yeah. All right, if you're listening to this, send Hunter a v- send Hunter a VCR. Let's start yeah. GoFundMe. That's a th- that, that's like yeah, that's one of the, the final house you'll go to before the next day. You get a VCR and an old Atari system. His address will be in the episode details. Uh, to us, it's a new Atari system. Whoa. What's this? Wait, would it be new in the '80s? The Atari. Yeah, because I googled 80s toys when I was trying to be a Christmas guy, and that was one of the suggestions, because I couldn't do PS5. Nice. Alright. So, yeah, y'all just start walking around, and you're all just kind of going forward, back and forth, trade, kind of maybe trading the candies you don't like with something that the other person doesn't like that you like, so... It's like, give me a little interaction with that. I just want to hear more of you guys just doing this. Lucky, you guys got more rocks than I did. Do you want to trade for some rocks? Uh, sure, you can have anything but my caramel apple. Wait, Logan, quick. Do you want to trade rocks? No, 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 I want in. That's just, just, you know, this rock is heavier, but your rock just seems to sing a little more. And I just think that works out. Got better vibrations. Tommy, pass me your rock for a sec. Yeah, I do. That I was roll. very open-hearted book. I roll it back to him and I say, look, rock and roll. <laughs> just speechless. Just, I'm trying to figure... <sighs> I do want that rock now. But, but I want this rock now. Deal's off! Uh, and right. as you all are arguing about this rock now, and I checked this up to make sure, Star Wars came out in about the 80s. So you all see as as a woman, maybe about a couple years older than y'all, the popular girl in school, just walking down the street in the the white cinnamon bun Princess Leia costume. Oh. Little Miss Sally May. Oh, guys, you think those are real cinnamon buns? Let me see if I can smell them. You go over to her and smell her hair. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse no, me, are those, never... are, those, are those real cinnamon buds? Oh, wait, are you actually going up to her and asking about yeah. her hair? Yeah. That's all right, a so... brave suicidal little man. <laughs> so, yeah, we all just see Logan walk up to Sally Mae, and she's kind of thrown off. It's like she... She kind of recognizes you, but isn't, like, that familiar with you. And you just straight up asked her if she had cinnamon buns in her hair. She just kind of gives you kind of, like, the one eyebrow raise perplexed look. And she's like, uh, no, it's just the hairstyle. Have you not seen the Star Wars movies that just came out? I have, but I didn't know you could actually do your hair like that. That's pretty cool. So they're fake cinnamon buns. Awesome. You just hear that from the distance, just Thomas going, ah! <laughs> yeah, right. 
All right, cool. I just had to ask. <laughs> Goodbye. May the force yeah. be with you. Yeah, and she just like just looks confused at you. She just as you just walk away back to your brother and friend, and she's just kind of like, okay, and just continues on to over to where she was meeting a couple of her girlfriends to go to a party down the street. Guys, they were real cinnamon buns. Her hair did smell nice, though. Like Where'd the what? spirit of Halloween go? You know, like two years ago. Remember when that guy put real corn on his hair? Now that's commitment, you know? We need to pass it back. That's the greatest corn hair costume I've ever seen. I know. My favorite show in Saturday mornings, corn hair. You did and look like a freak on a leash, I'll tell you that. I never got As... the leash. That was the weirdest part of that show. <laughs> As you all just having this conversation amongst yourselves on the sidewalk, you suddenly hear, hey, leave us alone. And you, as you all turn around, you see a group about three or about four guys surrounding Miss, Little Miss Sally Mae and her friends wearing these best cheesy 80s leather, not leather, 80s jean jackets and like pants just with completely torn up. And they're just surrounding the Miss Sally, Sally Mae and her friends. They're just bothering her right now. They're just like, oh, come on, girl. Let's come to the party with you. We'll show you a good time. going on over there. Hunter, do they, they have costumes on, or do they just look like normal teens? Uh, you can't quite see from the distance you're at. But if y'all want to make an investigate roll, we, I will be more inclined to possibly tell you what if these guys were wearing costumes or not. I would love to. Alright, and if you're whoever's doing investigate rolls, you, uh, one at a time, tell me what tags we're going to use if y'all want to apply any tags to the rolls. Um, I'm gonna save my power tags for this roll. Okay, and if you roll without any power tags, you get a minimum of at least one. Either way, so. Alright, here. Alright. I'll let the, the other two guys roll for it. Okay, I got a seven. I got a nine, and I'm gonna add one of my tags. I think. Uh, what tag do you so want to add to it? I, I have the tag "loves a crowd," so I just it's just a big old group of people. I tend to kind of be at my best when there's an audience. Right, I'm I'm pulling everything up here. Second, it all got disappeared. It's on It's in me. the second column. Love the crowd. Actually, yeah, I would say you see this crowd and you're just immediately like, oh, people. Are you yeah, that's what I mean. I'm just like attracted to crowds. That's my that's my environment. All right. And so what is the question you want to ask as Thomas is getting towards closer to these people? Everything kosher here, ladies and gents? And also, are they wearing costumes? Sorry, because I guess that's what the role was for. Okay. Well, since you roll a nine, then you add the one power tag that makes it a ten, which gives you a complete yeah. success. Nice. Nice. And then Connor, if you have a question, you roll a seven. It's still a, it's a mixed success, but the one clue you get, I'm going to be a little fuzzy on probably. So that's fine. Like so. Say. So I'll go into a 
Scott's question first, since he got the success. So as you get closer, so you see, so immediately off the bat, you see on the back of these jean jackets, they have these large embroidered like pumpkin, Halloween pumpkins on the back with the words above and below, Laughing Jacks. And you see one, they do all wearing costumes. You see one that looks like a vampire, one that looks like a werewolf, another that has bandages around him like a mummy, then another one that looks very much like the Swamp Monster. But the thing that throws you off a little about is they don't look too fake. They almost look real when you look at these guys. What do you guys see? I can't see that far. Boys, we were talking about the passion missing, and I think the passion's back. Connor, do you have a question you want to ask? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you got you got the big success, and you still get one clue. Uh, so my question was kind of answered. Is it metagaming if I change my question? Because my initial question was what costumes did they have on? Uh, you can change it to be something else if you want. So okay, yeah. So, so with my seven, with my seven, I'd like to know: uh, Would I perceive why he's not wearing traditional raccoon vampire garb? I'm very confused as to why I'm not seeing a vampire. Yeah, you just have no idea. That's basically That's... it. You have no idea why. I just look. <laughs> I, I look. I look at both my friends, and I'm like, these guys have absolutely no clue what they're talking about. All right. Now, hold on. Isn't Scott already walking ahead of the other two now at this point in the story? I turned to to tell that to Logan, and as I turned to uh, Tommy to to say that, I noticed that he's kind of off in the distance, so I guess only Logan heard me say that. Um, Should we follow Tommy? Uh, Yeah, but let's stick back so that if there's any trouble... You know, we're we're at a little bit of a safe dis- distance. There's trouble. I'm. I'll get in there. Hey, Logan. So, Thomas, you walk up to this group where the guys are. The Laughing Jack crew is messing with these girls, and immediately the werewolf-looking guy kind of just kind of steps in front of you, and he bears his very sharp teeth to your surprise. And you can just smell how dank his breath is at this point. And he's like, what do you want, small fry? Sick jacket, hombre. Where did I get myself one of that fine garb? Now, for this one, I'm going to need you to roll me convinced to see how well you're going to rub off on Mr. Werewolf here. Whoa, he's a werewolf? Didn't know that. It's a werewolf costume for all you know. That's a mm-hmm. four. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> no power attacks you can use to try to save yourself. Uh, I feel like I can. I can do that. Is there a limit to my power attacks, or can I just recycle them? Um, like as I can long. Use them. So rule on the power attacks until, is until, until I've like burned them, right? Um, you don't have to burn them. You can still keep using yeah. them as long as you're not using for the yeah. same thing so much in that one scene. And usually on the roll mechanic, you can add two d six, and then if you add power attacks, you hit plus however number of power attacks you want, and it'll give you the total with that added number on so you don't have to add it after the roll so okay i'm gonna use four tags uh you would have well if you want to (laughs) 
try to get to a mixed success, yeah. you would have to get at least three tags added on to make it a seven. A seven's a minimum for mixed success. Okay, so I'll take it to. I'll just do three then. Uh, uh, I'm gonna play a sick little drum fill, and I'm gonna use my magical music tag, my powerful beats, and my breakdown to just try to change this man's opinion of me through music. Okay, I'll allow it. That, that's actually kind of a cool idea, story-wise. So yeah, you just start. Yeah, actually, you tell me how this looks right now as you um, as... don't say the words Nick Cannon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to. Please Nicholas don't. Trebuchet. Oh, that would have been a good name. Oh, that's okay. a good name. I love um, it. <laughs> uh, so, as I'm coming up, I've got the classic drummer style going on where, like, one hand's inverted and I'm holding the stick upside down. And it's just, like, a little kind of army roll as I'm walking up. Like, it's just in the bag. I like, guess it's constant. And as I'm just introducing myself, suddenly starts doing, like, a little, like, getting a little rim work in, like, the little clicks and clacks. It's just like, and then I just, like, finish and do the little twirl with my sticks and get them both in one hand somehow. Okay, so because of his big success, he, uh, the the werewolf-looking guy, he still has, like, the tough guy pose going on. But the look at his face kind of shows that he's kind of impressed by what you're doing right at the moment. A little bit. He's kind of like... He's bouncing to the beat. Like, he's got the serious face, but he's, like, kind of just, yeah, Sit. bobbing his head to it a little bit. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, but yeah. now all the others turn their heads towards looking at you now, Thomas. And you hear the vampire guy go, Johnny, what? Who's this punk right here just messing with you? Oh, I love being called a punk. It just makes me feel thrashy. So I'm just just like that. Uh, I'm Thomas. That was directed at me over here. Six still going, by the way. Just just raving a little beat. Uh, yeah, they are right over here, gents. It's like, you hear the, the swap monster looking guy kind of... And it's weird, like, his voice kind of sounds like it's full of water. And it's like, It's my business, get lost. Oh, boy, you've got a phlegm problem, that's for sure. Uh, I'm just going to kind of look over my shoulders, see if the uh, the good old Adams have showed up at all. My thumbs up. Yeah, y'all are like... We're back where we were. <laughs> y'all like 10, yeah. 15 feet away. <laughs> just yeah. like, good luck. <laughs> and then oh, Thomas... As you turn to kind of give the thumbs up back, I need you now to roll face danger. As suddenly the mummy takes one of the strands like off his body and is going to attempt to like tie you up with it. Mm. And I'm going to say, uh, That's Connor, Connor and Speedy, y'all can kind of rush in because you see, you actually kind of see as this white mummy figure just kind of like, just hit me instead of just. Is about yeah. coming up on Thomas as he's oh, looking at you all. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm I'm gonna say you two just. There, yeah. So I'm just gonna say as you two start running, you immediately turn around right as the mummy's just kind of right there, and he just kind of stops because he wasn't expecting you to turn around. He doesn't know what to do now. Okay, I'd like to I'd like to jump in here. All right. So uh, give me a go toe to toe roll. Okay. See, can I actually? I'm, I'm going to pitch you on something here, Hunter. Okay. Because I'm going to use my power tag, turn invisible. Okay. Um, I'm also going to add on to that a power tag, sneak in and sneak out. So, what I'd like to do is, if you'll allow it, I'd actually like to take the action, take the risk 
And what I'd like to do with that is, while invisible, sneaking up to this uh, crowd, I'm gonna try and grab one of the mummy's strands while invisible and sneaking. And just kind of run, like if I grab it, run really far so that he just unravels and hopefully turns to nothing. I love that. Um, before we do that, uh, Speedy, did you want to do anything? Yeah, if, uh, if Logan saw that guy trying to attack Thomas, he would have went f- full blast at him to try and like also take him down. So I will be. I'll do the face danger one. Uh, roll well, if that's cool. Well, are you? You're just trying to like just barrel right into these guys, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're actually. I'm Speedy. You're gonna roll toe to toe because they're gonna see okay. you coming. So Connor will roll, take the risk, because what you're trying to do is very sneaky. Yeah. So, and don't forget on the dice rolls, you can add the plus how many power attacks you're going to use to it. But, yeah. remind me, what, okay, so Connor, plus two. what were the power attacks? So I'm, do, I'm using, I'm using turn invisible and also sneak in and sneak out. So okay, two. I'll allow that. Reaching for my mouse gonna, attached to my other computer. <laughs> I got a seven plus two for a total of nine. Okay, so that's still a mix. That's a mixed success. All right. And then Speedy, what power attacks did you want to use for your roll? I'm gonna use three. I'm gonna use Agile Warrior, so I to like make it more dexterous on who I'm going to, so I can adapt. If the mummy turns away, I can swing at somebody else. I'm yeah. gonna use. Um, Mixed Martial Arts, which is a power tech from my um, Master of the Martial Arts training. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use Filled with Rage because I don't like people coming at my friends. Okay. I'm going to make you use the weakness tag very reckless since you are just barging head first into this. Yep. Without real an ID, so it's going to be a plus two to your roll. Gotcha. And you will get one attention for that, which I will also mark on my deal as well. That you're using a weakness tag. Yeah. It's basically it's how you level up. Every time you use a weakness tag or you do something crazy special with that theme, you get an attention to it. And if you get three attention, you level up that theme basically. Oh, look at you go, Speedy. Look at me go. Woo! Double sixes. Uh, that's a double sixes plus the two for a fourteen. Woo! Okay. So what I'm gonna do first is we'll go as you both ra- racing towards. Uh, Adam Adams turns completely invisible as Thomas, not Thomas, Logan is charging towards and Thomas hears the footsteps of his friend just coming like and as the as the now all the four are looking at Logan as he is running at them we see one of the little slips from the mummy cloth kind of lift in the air and just take off and the mummy just starts spinning but since you rolled a mixed success, you start running and take off, but when you look behind you, the werewolf-looking dude is now chasing after you. Oh. <laughs> it's like a cat toy, it's just like a floating ribbon. <laughs> Alright, and then, okay, so the werewolf's chasing after Connor, the mummy's spinning around, the, uh, the, swamp, the swamp thing and the vampire guy don't know what's going on. What's Speedy, what's your character doing? Seeing those two guys is going to take off. He's going to fly, like jump over uh, uh, Thomas. He's kind of like uses use him as like a vaulting point. So he's going to land on his shoulder and push off. And he's going to clock the swamp thing uh, guy in the face. And 
while he's doing it, if they're close enough, he's going to also, like, kick the vampire at the same time and hit them both. And then, like, roll up and be like, I see other people want your cinnamon buns, too. Okay, so I'm going to change up here. Because originally I said go toe-to-toe, but because of how Connor's roll did, it distracted the other two, so that will make this a hit with all you got roll. So you immediately, since you roll the power of two, you're giving these guys, like, a two-socked status. But you also get two options from the hit with all you got list. You can take cover or secure a superior position, which if you don't pick choose this, they can like basically counterattack in some way. You can get them good or get many of them, which you can increase your tier up by one, so it will be giving them a three stats instead of a two. Yeah. You can control the collateral damage, which means like no one else gets hurt. You hold the target's attention, so like the fo- their focus will now change from whatever's happening to you. Or you can gain the upper hand, which gives you one juice, which follows the rules of the change to the game move. Hmm. And you get two options from that list. Okay. Um, I will... I uh, will hold the target's attention for one of them, mm-hmm. so that they kind of turn and focus to me. And then I will also um, secure a superior position so that they can't like go on one side one of each side of me so i'm kind of in a position where i can see both of them okay so hit with all you got you automatically give them a status so you give the swamp thing guy a socked two as you just punch him across his somewhat slimy feeling skin as you feel like your fist travel across his face and you and you slide out of the way as as you see the dracula looking dude try to swipe at you with in just a split bucket, you see like sharp fingernails, and you just kind of just you just kind of like slide on the floor, and you're now standing like in front of Sally Mae and her friends, kind of like in this protective stance. Yeah. Okay, uh, Thomas. Wait, yes, Thomas. Do you want to do anything now? As everything's yeah. going down. Thomas has still just been drumming this whole time. Um, and it's just going on, and then saw a lot, just a lot happen around him. Uh, and so he sees the, the, the werewolf taking off after after his buddy Adam, and he sees the mummy kind of going after it, and he's going to try to finish sort of that disintegration because he did really like that jacket. And the mummy the mummy's like not about... the mummy's not going after the thing. The mummy's just spinning there as Adam. That's what Adam I mean. So I see the werewolf go. I see the werewolf go. I'm seeing this mummy that looks pretty incapacitated. I want his jacket. Uh, so I'm just gonna start slamming out an even harder beat. And it's almost gonna be like, you're not know, seeing like magical musical notes, but it's just like a big old blast of just like sound and energy as I'm gonna try to just like sort of sonically overpower this corpse. Okay, this is gonna be a hit with all you got roll for this one as well, since this mummy is too incapacitated at the moment to fight back. Okay. Ooh. So, so what tags do you want to use for the roll? Tell me what tags you want to use first. So for the first rolls, I'm going to use uh, I'm going to use three. I'm going to use powerful beats. I'm going to use magical music, and I'm going to use always got my sticks because I always got my sticks on me just to keep fly- playing, flying. All right, and. So yeah, you can roll 2d6 plus 3 for that. Well, I rolled a 3, so that's a 6. Oh, uh, ooh. Yeah, so you just, you start beating 
your drama as hard as you can for the most part, but it is yeah. not doing anything. In fact, the Dracula looking guy turns to you and now he just looks annoyed that you're still yeah, playing your drums. Get, <laughs> I gotta get it in tune. Just give me a minute. I gotta, I gotta try to pretend like I'm tuning my drum as if that's a thing that could somehow fix this. Well, Thomas, you now need to roll face danger as this Dracula guy is gonna lunge at you. Ooh, Dracula. That's a seven. Oh, no rolls? Uh, no tags? I mean, no tags, I meant, yeah. I mean, you don't um, have to for everything, but... Nah, nah, not for this. Um, okay, so it's a, it's a mixed success. You'll still get a stats, but it's going to be like a tier less than what it originally would have been. So you just kind of step back, but you still kind of feel his arms, his like his sharp nails kind of scratch into your sleeve and you feel like scratch your skin as you leap back. So you get like a scratched one status. Oh, cut your nails, dude. Yeah. And okay, and now we'll go back to Connor. Um, we'll say now at this point, the mummy soon stops spinning. He still has his bandages, uh, the mummy-looking guy stops spinning. He still has his bandages on, but it's a lot less now as he's just kind of dizzy. Um, I think, actually, Adam, you're still invisible, but the werewolf guy is actually like, he has stopped because he saw the string stop, and he's like... (laughs) Yeah, he's now trying to sniff the air for you. All right. uh, Okay, so I'm going to... Uh, would you say that it is evening? Like, is it night out? Um, I'd say it's basically now dark enough to where it's like the sun's gone and the street lights are on and all that. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna bamf out of being invisible and I'm still holding this mummy's, uh, uh, piece of cloth. And I'm assuming that the werewolf is, you know, 10, 15 feet kind of away from me. And I turn and I'm like, hey, yes. Man, I- I think we got off on the wrong foot. Um, you know, yeah. it's it's one of those. It's this is one of these crazy situations where like your friends were kind of being dicks to that girl. And honestly, if I'm being honest with you, that vampire doesn't really have the right costume on. And uh, between me and you, I think I think honestly, he's kind of being a dick about it. And I'm gonna try to uh, convince him to. Uh, uh, teach his vampire friend a lesson. So I'm going to apply a few different tags here. I'm going to uh, trick them into hitting someone else is the main tag I'm using. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, also apply the power tag, have a heart-to-heart conversation. Um, and uh, I also think I might get away with feigning innocence. Like, hey, man, we, we got off on the wrong foot here. So I'm trying to apply those three power tags to whatever this is. Okay. I guess it would be a convince. Yes, this will be convinced, but I am adding the weakness tag, just a kid. So it's going to be a roll plus two. That's okay. I'm fine with that. Which will give you attention to that theme, though. That is a five plus two for a seven overall. Yeah, so he's so he's listening to you, but he still is like, 
he's still stepping towards you just little by little. So it's like you can see that he's like hearing you, but it's not like he's not the like raccoon. ready to just turn on his friends just yet. The raccoon looks too juicy to turn away from. Now, where's y'all's bags of candy? question. I probably would have dropped mine after, like before going into the skirmish. Yeah. My pillowcase is hitched to the side of my drum. Yeah, so I'll say Logan, you had turned your attention now to the Dracula as he lunged at Thomas. The mummy's just kind of, uh, the werewolf's now preoccupied with Connor. So Logan, in that time you turned away, the swamp thing guy got up Saw your own bags of candies and grabbed them. And he just and he just shouts out, Hey guys, I got the candy! Let's get out of here! And you see just kinda all four the other three just kinda look between at the friend, to you, the friend, you all, and then they bolt. And the four laughing jack crew race off into the night. Oh, they even had my mo- they even had our mom's candy apples in there, Logan. Our mom's oh candy apples, the oh best God. ones. How could they take my rocks? Is Sally still on the ground? Uh, she and her friends were just they're just kind of checking with each other, making sure they're all right. No one was hurt. Um, unfortunately, a- uh, Sally got her dress torn a little bit on her sleeve, but I mean, other than that, she's perfectly fine for the most part. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna head over to her and just help her up, and like maybe dust her off a bit and just say, "Hey, so that was pretty crazy. I'm glad that you guys are doing okay." Uh, don't know if you saw, um, they did take our candy, and it's kind of me and my friends last time trick or treating. I'm sure you understand. So if it's all the same with you, we'll just take like what do you think half your candy, three quarters, just as like a you know we saved your life type of tax maybe convince on that one <laughs> it's like you gotta roll for that one yeah of course no tags on this one straight up that's a seven. all right yeah so she's just kind of really looks at you it's like well i mean thank you all very much for saving us protecting us those guys are jerks it's like yeah, they've known it's like maybe instead of taking our stuff we you could go to their hideout and get it back fine but instead of no candy maybe you know where their hideout is and you could tell us maybe okay she's like and she goes i i've only heard rumors i don't know exactly where it is but i'm sure if you ask some of the other kids just kind of walking around here i'm sure someone has some idea Thank you, Princess. And then we, yeah, I turn around. All right, who's the oldest out of the three of you in this group? Logan's older than me, but I don't know between you guys. Logan, yes. how old are you? Uh, I will be. We're like 12, 11, right? So I'll be the. I'll be Kay. the 12. Uh, Thomas is 14 because he repeated JK twice. Um, so he's two years older, but just got held back twice. So this so, is actually his third last Halloween. Uh, so he's real upset, but he is the oldest. Okay. So I'll just I'll just say just for 
flavor. She just kind of gives you, she gives you all each a little kiss on the cheek. And then for Adam Adams, because you're smaller probably, she just kind of lifts you up a little bit, kisses your cheek, puts you back down. Violently blushing, but I, I'm like turning away. Yeah, and then you see her and her friends walk down and enter a house for where their party's at. That was the first nice girl I've ever seen. That was only like the sixth girl that's ever kissed me. No, you weren't at six. That's impressive. Is there a lie mechanic in this, Hunter? Uh, I'm just gonna say, well, of course, he's Tom, he's your, look at your older brother. He doesn't believe you for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a lie mechanic? Because we don't need it. I'll just pat him on the back or lower back because he's taller than me. Be like, it's okay, bub. One of these days. Well, I thought Adam Adams was a little brother and Logan was the big brother. I'm the older he brother, but I'm shorter. He's short. Yeah, age-wise, oh. yes, but I'm tall yeah. and skinny and gross looking. Does that mean she? That means that Sally would have had to pick Logan up to kiss him, not Adam Adams. No, he. Oh, okay. She picked me up. She picked me up. It's canon. <laughs> She's Nick really Cannon. strong. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, you boys now have a mission. You need to now roll for investigate to see if you can figure out which of these kids around here may know where. The Laughing Jack crew may be hiding out at. And don't forget, you can add tags if you want to. Does anybody want to try this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. So I got an eight on the dice and I've got... Yeah, I just, I think I've got two... I've got one tag. I think that I can make work here. I'll use Loves the Crowd again. I'm just going to kind of sort of seed my sense among the people and sort of kind of just glad hand see if anyone saw anything well either way it's still gonna be a mixed success with one clue so it's I got like, a well, there we go nice so that's gonna be one straight up clue and then so I'm gonna be thinking about my candy apples I'm not I'm not looking for anything <laughs> so you're not even gonna roll <laughs> I'm so enraged that our candy apples got taken all right, so I'm going to say, for flavor, y'all start looking around, and you see another guy walking around. He's about y'all's age. He looks to look... I'm trying to think what he looks like. He looks like a tiny version of Frankenstein. But he also has a jack, a jean jacket that says "Laughing Jacks" on the back of it. But you, but you know that this kid like handmade it himself. There's like the U is missing in the laughing. He spelled the Jacks with an X. That's amazing. <laughs> and so you, you all walk up to him, and this kid turns around. And so it's also surprising how real this kid's costume looks too, compared to. Some of the others you've seen throughout the night. Is he is he really tall? He, he's a little taller than you, not by much. Okay. Costume looks really real, except for his shitty jacket. That's amazing. <laughs> it's the only part I don't believe. He's not a laughing stock. He's not a laughing jack. He's a laughing stock. 
Do you say that out loud, or is he just thinking this? No, I'm just, just me giggling. Sorry, I'm thinking. So yeah, the three of you walk up to this kid, and he just looks at you. He's like, "What do y'all punks want?" Um, we're looking for your hideout. I think you're you're a laughing jack. All right. So are you going to use your clue, clue to ask this kid like, "Where's the hideout?" Yes. And this kid's just like, "Oh, y'all want to join too?" Yeah. It's like, oh, nice. Um, well, before we go on to answer that question, uh, Scott, did you? What was your question going to be, if you have one? It would be more of a follow-up, but I guess after hearing that, I would be asking about the uh, about the swamp monster guy, or sort of that crew, if he knows any of those four dudes. Why is he swamp so Swamp monster, wet? werewolf, vampire. Yeah, why is he so slimy? So, yeah, you just hear the boy just kind of points towards, like, the edge of the neighborhood that's, like, along the edge of the city. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's, like, an abandoned home that's towards the edge of the city. That's where the guys hang out all the time. You can't miss it. Are, are you headed that way, bub? Nah, I'm with my friends. I'm getting candy. All right, cool. Well, and then, thank you. Scott, if you want to ask your question, now would be the time to do it. Uh, we just ran into some of your uh, your fellow jacks earlier. It was, it was a mummy, a werewolf, a vampire, and some kind of slime guy. Uh, did you get any any names for these fellas? He just kind of, he tenses up a little bit because he's not sure whether to answer you or not. And he's just like, I don't know their names, but from what I know, just like they're real monsters, just like me. You're, you're a real monster. And he points to the neck bolts that you can now clearly see sticking out the sides of his neck. He's like, yeah, I'm Frankenstein. So are you like un? Are you made from other monsters? Oh no, I'm, I'm a normal boy, but y'all know this this mist that hangs around the city sometimes. Yeah. How do y'all ever see things? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what it showed me. It showed me that I have this other side to me. Oh, I have this other side to me, and I'm my bone claws are gonna pop out of my like cardboard hands just... his jaw just drops and it's like yeah. this uh, is my brother I'll like reach around to see if he's here so if you're looking for Adam Adams he is he's been doing his best to try and uh, sneak and look through this guy's pillowcase to see if he has any candy apples in there Okay. Do a sneak. Do a sneak around roll for that one. Okay. I would also like to apply my power tag turn incorporeal, and instead of opening up the pillowcase from the top, which would like let his hand know that I'm digging through his bag, I'm gonna stick my hand like through the pillowcase with my incorporeal. Okay. Just the just that one tag. Uh-oh. No. Ladies and gentlemen, we just lost Connor. Yep. So, <laughs> Sorry about that. My uh, crashed. <laughs> That's fine. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you try to do a podcast. Yep. 
Okay, sorry. I right, so you guys heard that I was applying that. Yeah. Just the one, just the one tag, tutorial. right? Just the one, yes. All right, yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, nine plus one, ten. So, yeah, you just immediately just grab a handful of this kid's candy out from the bag, and he's not even paying attention as he's talking to Thomas and Logan. Is is there any candy apples in my palms, or is there just candy? You find a candy apple that's already been bitten into. Uh, I throw the other candy at the ground, and I just start sucking on this thing. And so when he turns around to say, "This is my brother Adam," you would just see me like crisscross applesauce on the sidewalk, just sucking on this candy apple. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a little weird. He likes his candy apples. Like, yeah, um. Oh, I didn't even give this kid a name. I just realized that. We'll just call him a uh... Frank. We'll call him Frank E. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So Frank, Frank E. e. <laughs> Frank E. Steen. Stein. Steen. Hey, Frankie. <laughs> hey, it's me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And yeah, I'll yeah. So the information. It's like no problem. Y'all have fun now. And he just kind of just. Trots along back to his group of friends. That guy was way cooler than the other guys in those jackets. I throw the candy apple over my shoulder and I go, "Yeah, but he uses Royal Gala for his apples. Like this is not this is this is this night sucks, guys. This night sucks. Our candy got stolen. I'm 0 for two on apples. Just let let's get this candy back, please." Oh, we'll get it back. I need those rocks. And so does Tommy. I'm in this for the jackets, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's like Thomas cares about nothing else but to have a jacket now. I saw that glittery go, the glittery orange pumpkin on the back of my denim jacket, and I thought, mm, that would look good without sleeves. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, y'all begin to make your way towards the abandoned house at the end of Eldritch Street and Broken Dreams Boulevard. Nice. Because <laughs> I completely forgot that this is a nightmare on Eldritch Street, which we named ourselves, and I somehow forgot that the street has a name. <laughs> okay, is it a lonely road? The only road I have known. And you don't wake the neighbor up until September ends. Yeah. Goes. Oh, guys, look, the Black Parade's in town. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> I need. He's not okay. Tommy joins the Black Parade and just starts playing drums. Tommy, get back here. No, no. <laughs> Except it's the except it's the one where it goes. Oh no, table broken. <laughs> okay, so the three of you are heading towards the abandoned house at the end of Elder Street and Broken Dreams Boulevard, and this is a house that you all know. Basically, think of the Monster House from the Monster House movie. 
just not going to eat you, basically. Or will it? You don't know. <laughs> and you all are just standing outside this... You sure about going in here? Look, do you want those candy apples or not? I do, I really do. Oh, yeah, gotta okay. go in. Smell the dead. And then I look at both my friends and I go, not it. And I just put my nose to my, or my finger to my nose and I get down on one knee. Not it. It. All right, so Logan, you are going to walk slowly up to the front door. And I'll just say you just kind of protrude your bone knuckles out and just kind of push them against the door. Just. And it's like. I would usually say it's pitch black, but because of your particular powers in this case, you can like kind of see a little better into the darkness. But there's no one around at the moment that you can see or hear. I mean, there's no one in the hallway. We're good. Come on. Yeah, flatter right up I, I, I hesitantly walk in. Yeah, y'all start to y'all start like Scooby Doo tiptoeing around the place. <laughs> oh God, I love Halloween. And um, I'm I'm going to have y'all roll me. I need all three of you to roll sneak around rolls now, as y'all sneak around the house trying to figure out where these guys are. Dees. Uh, plus one. I have a, a tag called Move in the Shadows, so it helps me move in the dark. Okay. Yeah, I'm also going to apply my Stronger at Night power tag. Okay, that's still going to be a mixed success for you either way, Connor. Oh, is it? Then never yeah. Mind. Hey, seven through nine is always a mixed success. Okay. Eleven for me. Yeah. Yeah, so you all start Scooby doing around the house. And you guys are fine. All of a sudden, Adam Adams, you feel as you all are passing by what you don't know yet to be the basement door. All of a sudden, a mummy strap shoots out from underneath it, wraps around your leg, and you hit the floor as the door opens and starts to pull you back towards the basement. Evil toilet paper! Ah! You can't now. I now you can roll face danger for this. I will. This will be what you can do for the mixed success. That you can face danger to try to get out of it as it's dragging you back to into the basement. Goodness. Can I dive okay. and use my bone claws to try and cut the uh, like the bandage? Let him roll first, and then if depending on how he does, you can roll. Act, and I will say that you can do Get it. Nine. Okay, mixed success. Okay, so, uh, how do I want to do this? Oh, nope, 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 nope. Do not get out of there. Thank you. Okay, that was close. So, I will say that you, like, you just grip onto the door frame of the basement door as you are, as this thing's, like, like, trying to pull you. I'm gonna get flushed! Now, I will say (laughs) that, uh, Logan... Roll go toe-to-toe to to see if you can leap out and cut this. All right. I will be using um, two to my advantage. 
Uh, okay. One is bone claws. Cause I'm gonna mm-hmm. use my bone claws, and then the other one is I'm gonna use my brother power tag because it's my brother to give me like added incentive to try and save him. Yeah. Um. Actually, oh, this will be interesting. I'm gonna add the weakness tag environmental hazards since okay. you are still in a very much rundown house. Oh, so boy. you get attention on that, but you're rolling plus one. Uh, seven. Okay, so on go to toe, what you can do... So you get to choose one of these three options. You manage to achieve your goal, you get them good, giving your opponent a stats with a tier equal to power, or you block dodge or counter their best attempts. Um, so I'll achieve my goal by, like, cutting uh, him free. All right. So, yeah, so you just lunge for your bone claw. I would assume was still out from after entering the door. Oh, yeah. And you just swipe, and you and you just see the mummy strap just kind of just fly back down into the basement. However, since you were not able to pick block dodge counter, you, as soon as you, like, turn around, you see the Dracula-looking dude is before you, hanging upside down from the ceiling. He goes, Ooh! And then he grabs you, and you go up into the roof with him. Oh, God. <laughs> Help! Uh, Help! <laughs> Alright. Uh, Scott, do you want to do anything? Uh, I'm just going to try to use my large 14-year-old body to hold on to Logan. Um... And see if actually, you know what? I'm gonna see if he's grabbing him. I want to try to use my sticks to like hit the vampire right on the knuckles. See if I can just make him like release his grip. All right, that's gonna be go to the toe for you too. Yes, sir. Yeah. So we'll say right as the vampire is about to is just the vampire guy wraps his arms around Logan to yank him up into the dark roof. Can I put tags on this or no? Yes, you can put tags on any role you do as long as they make sense. Excellent. All right. So, loves the crowd because I've realized all the dudes are here. I'm like, oh, sick. The boys are here. It's kicking off. Uh, and then I'm just going to go perfect timing is the other one I have. Uh, so, I'm just going to, like, right as he's pulling up, I just, like, it's just like my hand, like, whips out and just wraps him right on the knuckles. So, that'll be two, so at 11. Uh, I wouldn't say uh, loves a crowd just because there has to be something I have to say no to on that one for. You don't really have much of a crowd. But you, I will allow... What was the other tag I again? think it's pretty common knowledge that three's a crowd. Shut up, Scott. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no there, yeah, exactly. Dude, why there's do people that, say that? As an MC or a DM, there's just some things that me and Connor just have to say <laughs> that's no. Not, that's okay. And, I'm used to it. That's a, that's a 10 then. What was the other tag again? Perfect timing. Okay, I will say perfect timing as you just... Oh, yeah, go toe to toe. And because you rolled a 10, you get to pick two of the options. So, so block I'm dodge def- counter. It's, so it's block dodge counter, inflict, inflict stash equal to your power, or uh, achieve your goal. Uh, I want to achieve my goal, and I'm going to give him a status. Okay. Yeah. So... And I'm guessing your goal is to get him to get Dracula, basically Dracula, do the release Logan. I'm gonna try to get him to release Logan, and then yeah. So do I pick the status? Or did you assign that? 
Well, you're giving him a, I think it's a status of one. What do you, you can name the status though if you want. What's the status you want to give him? Uh, cause you scratched me earlier. I'm trying to break his freakishly long nails. So, so I want to break a nail. <laughs> so broken nail one. You give him. Yeah. You, but you also just beat his like as you say, how you break like multiple just, nails. I'm just aiming for one thing. I'm just trying to break, hit his hands. So we let him go. Yeah. So you just you just start going just on his hands repeatedly until he's like he just lets Logan go. He's like that hurt and disappears into the darkness. You also did not choose block dodge counter. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe in that. But here's what's gonna happen: is I need all three of you now to roll face danger. As you hear the sound of rushing water coming down the hallway, you so you just hear. Sounds like a slime guy's mom. It's like. Was like, oh, I heard that. survival but i also have environmental hazards that would just cancel that out so yeah oh doesn't matter i got an 11 doesn't matter okay so look so yeah you all look down the hallway where you hear the sound of water and you all of a sudden just see this giant rush of waters coming at you like it's filling up the hallway almost Logan, I just imagine you just jump up and stick your bone claws into like the upper wall, so the water just barely misses you as it rushes by. Unfortunately for Adam and Thomas, you guys get hit by the water, but it gra- but your guys are able to like grab onto like so Adam Adams, you grab onto the doorway of the basement again, while Thomas you grab onto the basement door. And you both are just holding on as this water's trying to push you guys down to the basement. And it didn't work. We're being flashed. We're being flashed. Hold on. I'm okay. Can I um say I'm like Rob Van Dam with my legs like doing the splits on the door? Like, you know how when he like blocks the two things, he's in the splits holding like the... Since we're doing 80s. Rob Van Dam? Yeah. Like you mean like the anime meme where it's like some person is just doing that in front of their crush, blocking him in the corner kind of deal? No, it's like in an, he did this in like an eighties movie. He like does the splits and like Thor does it in the new Thor Love and Thunder. He like blocks two things by doing the splits. It's uh John Jean Claude Van Damme did it first, but Yeah, we'll just say that's kinda of yeah. what you're doing. You're just like whoop with your yeah. bone gloss stuck in the wall to keep yourself up. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'm gonna try and like move out of the door is the water still flowing or is it kind of stopped the water's still flowing at this moment okay i'm gonna switch hands i'm gonna punch one into the ceiling and then i'm gonna reach down and try and grab um my brother who's like holding on for dear life on the stairs so so i'm gonna say that's gonna be a face danger again because you're basically gonna be trying to fight the water trying to save your little brother okay so I know this is a little bit repeating, but um, I'm going to use my brother power tag. I'm 
my bone claws power tag, and my can take a pounding tag, so I can battle the current of the water as it hits me. So it's like it's not really phasing me because I can take a good beating. Okay. Now, because it's, it's, these are like different, you're basically doing the same tags for different things. That is allowed. Mm -hmm. So okay. I am act I am activating environmental hazards again, though. Mm -hmm. So it's a plus two to this roll for face danger. And you get another attention. Nice. <laughs> uh oh, what happened? Power tags. I got a six. Okay. So here's what happens. So you're still, you just kind of stick one to the ceiling, and you're trying to reach down to grab your little brother. When suddenly the swamp monster guy leaps out from the flowing water, tackles into you, wraps his arms around you, and your bone claws from the ceiling as you and the monsters go diving back into the water and down into the basement. Oh, I got you now, you little shit. <laughs> I got flushed, no. Okay, so um, let me. So I'll say as he's uh taking the swamp monsters taking Tom, not Thomas, uh, Logan down to the basement. So after he goes down, the water slowly just kind of goes down, and now Adam and Tho Adam and Thomas, you guys are both now back on the floor again of the room, of the hallway. Is anyone like here? Like, can I fight somebody, or are they all like uh, hiding? Um. You wait like a minute just to kind of hear, and there's nothing going on right now. Everything just has seems to kind of stopped for now. Mm. Tommy, Tommy, are you are you okay? I'm fine as I always had. It's all good, bud. Uh, where's your brother? Um, I look left. I look right. I think he got flushed. That turd. All right, we gotta we gotta plunge this bad boy here. I guess we're. I say we go to the basement. We're on the back foot up, back foot up here. I don't know where it's going. We just we need Logan back. If we're going to get into a scrap, I need those bone claws. Okay, but well, your parents just, will kill you on. if you come home alone. You're right. Hold hold my leg, and I stick my ankle up into his arms. I hold your leg. And uh, I'm going to do a perception roll, uh, Hunter, of the basement from where we are now. I'm going to turn incorporeal and stick my head through the floor, like upside down diglet, and check out what's going on in the basement without going in there. Can I ask okay. a mechanical question? Um, before y'all do that, we're going to cut scenes for a second. And we're going to see as... So as Thomas is not Thomas, I don't know why I'm getting Thomas and Logan confused. Logan, the Swamp Monster won't let you go, and you're now just kind of floating down into the basement in this water, and you get the realization that these stairs are going down a lot, lot farther than you thought they would. And then all of a sudden, there was just a splash, and you just kind of hit concrete floor, oh. and you're just kind of you're just kind of just <laughs> coughing up water. Uh, 
like my hair is like all drooped down on my face and like wiping it out of the way and like my cardboard costume's just ruined from all the water because it just got soggy so it's just like slowly falling off of me. Aw oh, man, I'm really hard on this. So you now look you look up and now in front of you is the the four laughing jack crew. And then but between they're kind of split off two and two, and right between them you see your bags of candy sitting in front of a lit up pumpkin head. Um hey guys. I know I punched one of you in the face earlier. I feel like we're we're even now, you ruined my costume. Um but could we just get our candy back? You All just right. the werewolf's just kinda like as he's like ready to just he's like teeth bared right deep you and you guys can and you you now looking at these guys can tell these aren't costumes that these guys are wearing anymore this is actually them so you got a werewolf a vampire an actual mummy and swamp thing swamp monster kind of deal I'm thinking like the fish looking guy when I say that yeah creature of the Black Lagoon. That, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. No problem. Creature of the Black Lagoon. Right. Okay. One, two, three, four. Ah, what the hell. I'll like, uh, I'll, I'll lunge at the, at the werewolf because he seems like the biggest guy in the room. So I'll, I'll go for him first. Do I see so, this? Did my head pop through it this time? Um, not yet. What I'm actually going to have happen is you all of a sudden, before you actually have a chance to lunge Logan, the mummy sticks out his hand and several straps just shoot out of him. And it's like, as you mid lunge, you just get tied up and you bump on the concrete floor. Just completely. Well, no, you're like cocoon wrapped up, basically just your head sticking out and like part of your mouth covered. So it's like kind of deal. It's, and you just see the vampire just walk over and lean down to you. And he's like, we're not done with you yet. It's like, oh, man. Our master requires certain things. And from the looks of how much trouble you've caused, I think you'll do just fine. And now we'll roll to see about Adam Adam sticking Corporeal through the floor. Perception check with my power turn corporeal. So, uh, let's yeah, see. well, this will be an investigate roll. Investigate, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, perception, deception. I'm like, oh, yeah, these are Dungeons Dragons players. I forget. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've got a 10 plus one for a saucy little 11. Okay, so. Because you roll success, I'm going to change a bit. I'm going to let you have two clues for this one. Okay. So, so I'm going to say, like, just the lower, like, everything from, like, the waist up goes corporeal as Thomas flips you sure. upside down and just sticks you through the floor. Sure. Or, like, or your, your ankles stay solid. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and so... Now, compared to what Logan felt as far down as he went into the basement, you just kind of... And you just kind of, and you just kind of, just kind of pop out, like maybe about chest level out from the uh, ceiling sure. into the basement. No one sees you yet, 
you see Logan tied up in mummy bandages, the four guys, and then your bags of candy with a lit pumpkin head. Okay, so for my two clues, I'd like a little bit more info on these two things, Hunter. One, okay. does it does it look like uh, Logan can escape? Like, is there like maybe a loose thread or something on the mummy that I could be attacked? Like one of the strands that's weaker. And then the second thing I want to know is whatever the heck's going on with that jack o' lantern that I'm seeing. Just if if it looks, you know, details about the jack o' lantern that I might have missed. Good cues. So meta gaming kind of here. If Logan rolls high enough, he might be able to escape if he uses with his bone claws. Kind of meta gaming there on that one, but yes, he pretty much could escape if he tried. And then for the jack o' lantern. It looks, it to, to the normal eye, it would look like a normal jack-o'-lantern with just a candle in it. But there's just some gut feeling you have that makes, that tells you that this jack-o'-lantern feels a little more sinister. Okay. Uh, would you say, this is my last question, just for not a clue, but just to give me some sense of where we are. Uh, where did my head come out? Am I closer to being above the Laughing Jacks, or am I above Logan? Like, where where am I coming out? Above? I say you're like you're where you came out. You're like right above the Laughing Jack crew. So uh, I'm trying to think. So like say um, so say like you're you're kind of like your head. So here's you in the middle with the Laughing Jacks, and then you got the bags and the pumpkin, and then mm-hmm. Logan. So you kind of so your head kind of just kind of popped in the middle. Okay, I say, Tommy, drop me! And, okay, so what are you going to do when he drops you? What's the idea here? Well, I'm going to try to attack whomever I'm closest to. It, you can, it'll be dealer's choice for you. I want to land on them and attack them, and I'm going to apply some sinister power tags to my attack here. Okay, so you'll so there's only three people you'll be under, because the vampire right, was talking to Logan at the moment, yeah. so... This, so we're going to make this a hit with all you got roll because they are not expecting this at all. And that's what this move is I for. Like, I would like to also apply to... Let's just say that I'm attacking the werewolf just so we're on the same page. I would okay. like to apply the following uh, power tags. Okay. Uh, drain life force because I'm picturing dropping down right on this guy's head and neck area and uh, kind of curling up on his shoulders and vampire biting this motherfucker right in the throat. So I'm going to drain his life force for one. I'm also going to drain his physical strength, so I'm really trying to suck everything out of him for anything. And uh, the last one here that I'm going to do is um, a love beyond measure because it is my brother who is being kind of attacked here and I'm doing everything I can to uh, you know, make make sure he's safe. Okay. Um, just a quick question. Uh, this was that malignant aura. Is that the weakness tech yes. for your steel life force? What exactly? Yes, what I does that mean? So I've kind of pictured it like I, th- I think I've done a good job of describing how creepy, skinny, pale, and overall nasty I kind of come across. I'm not the world's uh, most handsome boy. And so I just kind of have a general, like, creepy aura. Like, there's something about, like, mm, I probably wouldn't have lunch with this kid in the cafeteria. Like, maybe to the normal, non-mystified person, it might be B.O., but people know it, you know, worse if they are awakened. 
Okay, yeah, for some reason I was imagining like a light aura. But would this be something that someone could sense if they were like on edge? Could they like, could I this aura would, be sensed? I, I would say particularly by a vampire who maybe shares that malignant aura with me. Or like a werewolf with heightened senses? Sure, yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, sorry, I'm just... It's like, I'm not trying to purposely oh, use cool. weakness tag against you, I'm just looking no, at them no, like... No. <laughs> so, we'll use that it's weakness tag. Alright. Yeah, hmm? that's fine. So, no, no, I, I'm in agreement with you. So, yeah, so uh, we'll get you... I got a 7 plus 3 minus 1, so that's a 9. Okay, so I'm going to... So you do get attention on that theme, though. Since we used the weakness tag on it. No, no. And I will say. For malignant aura? Oh, just if I have an attention. I'm just just teaching the people at home how to to take action this game. I was about to say, you have to get three attention in that one theme to level up that theme. So I got confused there for a moment. (laughs) Okay, so. So yeah, Tom. So Thomas lets you go. You've become corporeal again as your feet slip through the roof and you were originally trying to land on this guy's back but the werewolf just gets this sense and his hair stand up on end and he looks up at you as you just boom on top of him so instead of landing on his back you landed on his front so you are now staring eye to eye with the werewolf but and I go you have beautiful eyes, and then I go in and invite him to try and suck his life force out. Okay, so with it, all you got, you automatically give him a status equal to power, so you give him a tier 2 status right off the bat. Because you got, what was it, a 9? I got a 9 total, yes. Yeah, so you get to pick one from the following. Take cover, secure superior position. This is basically like you don't get hurt. Um, get them good or get many of them. This means like you want to do more damage, so you would get, increase the tier by one. Uh, control the collateral damage, which is no one else gets hurt or nothing gets destroyed. Hold the target's attention, if possible, or you gain the upper hand, take one juice, which would apply for change the game rules. I'm going to do as much damage as I, as I can. I'm going to get him good. Okay, so what do you want to name this tier three status you're giving him now? Uh, tier three neck suck. Or hickey, I guess we could call it hickey. Oh, like bite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. If you have bite no creative really ability, sure, we can call it tier three bite. So, <laughs> if we bit him, <laughs> just we'll call it yeah, drain. Yeah, bit him and he sucked him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drain to three. We're giving him a drain three status. There we go. And you just kind of. I'm going to say, though, that because you're giving him such a high status that he tries to kind of his swipe just kind of like it just kind of yeah paws off of you. His strength has been sapped for a little bit. Yeah, you sapped this guy of his uh, life and strength for a little bit. So I'm so because you did so well, but it's like but basically I'm trying to think it wasn't mixed success. Well, Which only getting to do one of those options is a, mixic, is a good enough thing for mixed success, get, and he's not going to attack you, so... Do I get fur in my mouth as the mixed success? I'm like... <laughs> yeah, you get yeah, you get some matted, uh, moldy-tasting werewolf fur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Thomas, are you just standing? Are you just standing up at the top of the steps, or what are you doing? Thomas is just taking a couple. Of, so eventually, he was holding on to something solid. Heard a muffled voice from below, going, "Come on, go!" Did watches the rest of his friend fall through the floor. Uh, just kind of panicked and just was like, "I should probably just take the stairs." And then just turned around and was just gonna book it down the stairs and try to just get there in time because he's now alone in the spooky house on the top floor. Okay, so you're just going to start booking down the steps, Thomas, and you also realize there's a lot of steps going down to this basement for some reason. All right, and then we're going to cut to Logan, and what is Logan going to do? Logan doesn't like being wrapped up like this, so he's going to try and, like, break out of the mummy um, stuff, the bandages. So I was going to... He's going to... He said I'm like cocooned, right? So I'm gonna try and like wedge my, turn my hands so that the claws kind of, I'll like put the claws back in, turn my hands, and then I'm gonna put them back out so they go through the bandages, so that I can kind of like, like pull pull them out eventually. All right, I'm gonna hack this a little bit. This is gonna be basically like a face danger roll because you're trying okay. to get out of this. Yep. But because it's not really a go through toe or hit with all you got, you're trying to get out of a danger in the sense that you already got caught in. So, yeah. um, so I'm gonna add. I mean, bone claws. I feel like I've gone to that well, but gotta use them. Uh, um, and I'm gonna use filled with rage as my plus two uh, tags because I am not happy with my situation. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and roll plus two for that. Nice. See, it's a shame you know you didn't take the power tag escape mummy wrappings. I know you were talking about that right before the show. I should have. He did, but not the one with the W, so if only he starts to rap, he can escape. Yeah. Eight with the plus two. Okay, so I'll say that you're able to start really getting through it, but it's going to take you maybe at least another metagaming, another turn or so before you can get out. But you're starting to cut through it. It's like, yeah, your bone claws are... They poke out through and you're just got kind of just trying to saw your way out of it because this it's like and then so I'm going to say the vampire is like watching you thinking oh you think you can escape like going all over the place with an accent here <laughs> oh you think you can escape huh and he's like going to bear these really long things and then as he's as you he does this Thomas now hits the bottom of the stairs you see Logan trying to get out of these wrappings. A vampire stepped over about to suck his blood. You see Adam Adams on top of a werewolf that he just drained of energy. The swamp monster and the other mummy aren't quite sure what they're doing just yet. And then your bags of candy in front of the jack-o'-lantern. Uh, I'm going to try to buy, buy Logan some time by just kind of getting everyone's attention. Uh, so I'm just going to start. Uh, just kind of, If you guys are awake a little bit, you'll see uh, Thomas's drum sort of has like a almost an unearthly glow to it like when it's down here like then the more like the, you know when he had it he's walking around at school people just hear like a little rat-a-tat-tat-tat but if you're a little bit more in tune to that kind of thing there's just like a more powerful resonance behind the notes um so he's just gonna start shredding out like just the the hardest beat he can think of right now and just try to sort of get everyone's attention onto him and so you can just buy some time for logan to pick by the way Okay, so this is a t- going to be a take the risk. You're definitely, this is definitely a daring risk. Your outright stupid feat you're trying to do right now. 
Just playing the drums to get everyone's attention. Um, so I'm gonna roll, and then I'm gonna add... No, no need to add anything, buddy. I'm not gonna add anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, you're supposed to tell me what you're gonna add to it before you roll, so... Well, I rolled, and I didn't say I was gonna add anything, so I feel it'd be unfair to add anything, so I'll do you the favor, and I won't. Yeah, that's fine, also, so... Can. So, yeah, you just start shredding it on this band drum in front of you. And this mystical magic that kind of spills from it just fills the room as the vampire was about to lean over to bind the love. And he's just like, ah. And then the werewolf's just kind of like, Burr. and then the, the swamp monster and just like, ah. And now, so everyone's now preoccupied by Thomas's drum playing. So Logan and Adam, you both have this moment to do something. I'm going to hit the, well, I guess I have to break free all right well if so what if once you break free what are you gonna do what's the next yeah. thing you want to do after you break free lunge right at the the vampire claws out and try and like stab him in and like tackle him with the claws all right so i'm gonna make this a hit with all you got as he's distracted okay. so and this will prove if you're able to not only just get out but also strike him okay i'm gonna add agile warrior mm-hmm. for some nimbleness and I'm going to use my um, mixed martial arts as my two power tags. I could, I would use bone claws, but I feel like I've run to that well a lot, so I don't want to. Yeah, your bone claws are basically still out as you're cutting it, so I would say it'd be kind of redundant to add it again. So in yeah. this case, so that's cool. Um, yeah, I'll just use those plus two. All right. Yeah. Uh, and while that's happening, I've uh, drained the strength of this wolf-like creature in front of me. So I think, uh, a la Grima Wormtongue, talking to uh, Kink Fade, and I'm like, I-, I whisper in his ear, like, dude, your neck muscles are so tight. I'm kind of like giving him a little bit of a neck rub after being right in there. And I'm like, you really should do like yoga or like stretches or something to like get your you know what you should do actually let's try um maybe like a quick swipe or two uh in that direction and i'm gonna try and turn the world's direction at the uh vampire who's being attacked by my brother and i'm gonna use the power tags uh heart to heart conversation as well as trick him into hitting someone else i'm trying to jump on the fact that he has not a lot of mental cognitive function if i drain him of his strength last round all right, so I was going to say this is another hit with all you got kind of deal, I'm guessing. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, Just I'm, trying, I'm trying to make this guy hit the vampire with all he's got, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm going to say, do you get that strength when you sap it from someone else? Uh, that's a good question. I, I'm going to say yes. Then I'm going to let you have another plus one on top of that just because of that. So that would be so, an eight plus a three minus whatever weaknesses you were about to say before I rolled that. No weaknesses. I didn't have any at the top of my head. So That would be an 11 then, gentlemen. All right. Oh, and then... Oh, I, oh speedy. I got a, yeah, I got a six. Yeah. So. But that was a plus. Oh, that was with the plus two. That so. was with the plus two. Yeah. That was, four, that was three tubes. So I'm going to say that you... So you break free... Logan, but as, right as you do, 
the vampire just pins you down by your arm, by your by your hands, to where you couldn't move him. And he's gonna just immediately just sink his teeth into your shoulder, giving you a bite two status. And then, as a free, and so explain. So narrate this out for me again. What happens, uh, Adam? So I feel like I've uh, incepted this werewolf into thinking that maybe by attacking his friend, it will stretch out his neck muscles and make him feel a little bit better. So as he, as this vampire is pinning my brother down, sucking on his neck, uh, I'm still kind of hanging out on this werewolf's shoulder as we're both heading over to do some damage to this vampire. Okay, so that was a hit with all you got. That was a complete success. So pulling up the character thing again. Um, Okay, choose two. Take cover, secure superior position. Uh, get them good or get many of them. So plus one tier. Control collateral damage. Hold target's attention. Gain the upper hand. You're already giving him another status, which yeah. was... What did we say? It was a three status now? I haven't attacked the vampire, so anybody who has, I have been keeping track. I've been keeping track of the werewolf. This, the vampire has one status. I, I broke his nail when he tried to grab the logo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think the, the werewolf, you, well, the werewolf already had one three status. You gave him, I think, another three status on top of this now with those three powers. So This is the vampire we're attacking, though. Yeah, but it's like, but this is still like a status you have to, like, uh, give him. If, because with hit while he got, you automatically give your opponent a status. Unlike with go to the toe, one of the options is to give a I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose gain superior position. I feel like by whispering sweet nothings in this werewolf's ear and being on his shoulder, I've kind of, I'm in a, an advantageous position. Um, and I'm going to also take cover. Okay, so I'm going to say, because statuses in City of Mist stack. So you give him two, two or three statuses. So I'm going to say he's now at a weak-minded four status. He is both weak in strength and in mind. So he is just doing what you're saying at this point. As you see the werewolf just kind of get up, look at the vampire, and just tackle him off of Logan. And Doesn't Logan... feel good? Oh yeah, Logan, it hurts when those teeth get ripped out of your shoulder. like the swamp water is just kind of cowering now just watching this all go down the mummy um thomas i'm going to need you to roll face danger as the mummy is going to turn his attention to you now oh actually his attention was on you he's gonna reach out his hand and you're gonna see several strips of his cloth come flying at you that's seven no powers or anything yeah i already rolled it so here's what I'm going to say. It's a mixed success. So he doesn't capture you, but he takes the drumsticks out of your hand. Oh, will no. fucking kill you! <laughs> <laughs> so you just see these raps grab the drumsticks, so yank them out of your hand, and he's just like, dink! He grabs them both in one hand. It's like, okay. no more music for now. And he just... I'm just tapping out the rhythm like a bongo on my snare drum. You can't stop the beat, man. And now, and then you all of a sudden, you hear the mummy turn to the jack-o'-lantern. 
and it starts to chant this weird, kind of cultish-sounding, ancient language. And there's like a small breeze as the, the light in the room kind of just kind of flickers. And the jack-o'-lantern head begins to rise off the table. Um, I'll like get up and I'm like, ugh, that, that can't be good. Ugh. Okay, so, alright, so Adam, you just had the werewolf lob the vampire off of Logan. Logan, you're now just kind of getting back up, a little sore. Thomas, you're now filled with rage because your drumsticks got taken. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Who wants to make the first move now? Thomas just lunges at the uh, at the mummy. It's just it's, it's as soon as he sees he's following the sticks. As soon as he sees them leave his hand, he's moving forward. All right, go toe to toe then. I'm gonna toe toe, but I'm gonna pick my tags first this time. Uh, I guess you can't use. Oh, he's got my sticks. Uh, so as I'm doing it, as I'm running, like I said, I'm slapping my drum like a bongo kind of. So I'm still making music with it. So I'm gonna add three tags. I'm gonna have powerful beats. Uh, musical magic, and where was the other one? Oh, big hair, don't care, because my guy's just fucking enraged, he doesn't care anymore. Or I can just okay. do it with magic. Um, I'm gonna say, though, the weakness tag needs to be heard comes into effect, because your drum probably can't be heard as well without the sticks. I would agree with that. So, you'll get an attention on that theme, but you're gonna be rolling so, plus two now. Okay. Cold? No. Uh oh. That's okay, I'll just do it and then just add the two. <clears throat> Doesn't even need it. But I got it. Though, so, yeah, you just. Okay, so go to the toe. Let me see here for moves. Okay, so you get to choose two of these three options. You achieve your goal, you get them good, giving your opponents to ask with tier equal to power, or block dodge counter their best attempts. Uh, I'm going to achieve my goal first off, so I'm going to like just kind of whap my sticks out of his hand so they're flying in the air, and then it's like cameras panning across one stick, like spinning my hand just like perfectly to like punches up and just snatches it, and then it's going to come right back down onto my drum, uh, and I'm going to use that to kind of block dodger counter and sort of just keep like the sonic assault going on and kind of disorient them so yeah you just whap the sticks out of his hand and then you just kind of do like a funny like grab pose but you do it to where it's like you move out of the way as he shoots his hand out and strips of paper just go flying past you and you and you since you also distracted him from the chant chanting stops and the pumpkin hand just lowers back down onto the table that it was on Okay. 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 It's good. All right. They're, it's not John. They need to do something to finish this, guys. I'd like to jump off the werewolf's back as he is uh, still mauling his vampiric friend. Oh, I thought you were already. I thought you got off the werewolf as soon as he got up to tackle the vampire. Uh, so. yeah. Either way, uh, we can say this all happened very fast. Then uh, I jump across the room. 
and uh, noticing that the jack-o'-lantern has begun his descent, the mummy is no longer singing his weird song to the pumpkin, I'm going to take time to do what really matters, and I'm going to run over to the candy and make sure that it's all there still. Okay, so I'm not even going to make you roll for that, because... Actually, no! I'm going to make you go toe-to-toe to go to the candy, because the swap, because the Creature from Black Lagoon guy is still right there. Oh yeah, well, in that case... What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do like a, uh, um, like an anime like left, right, left, and as he's as he's gonna try and grab me if if he if he dare, uh, I'm going to use the tag turning corporeal to try and dodge any attack that he has for me. Oh, nice. All right. So what tags are you using? Turn and corporeal, but that's all. Okay. So plus one. Mother effort. That's a six total. Oh, so yeah. The swap so the so Black Lagoon guy is looking back and forth, everyone, and he sees you charging. And he is he gets this weird bout of courage suddenly. He's gonna hold his hands out, and I'm gonna need you to roll face danger as water shoots out from his hands. Sure. I'm going to say narratively, I forgot that my uh, auto prompts are on. The last time that I did turn in corporeal, I left my legs corporeal, and I feel like he's tripping me up because I only turn my top half in corporeal again. Okay. So uh, what? This so, No, that's just for those at home who, who are picturing, uh, picturing this lovely combat. That's a six, oh. no power tags. Ooh, so he's just, so you're just... Whoosh. And you just get blasted with water across the way, and you get uh, wet too. Oh no! My greatest weakness. All right, so, all right, so, so Black Lagoon just blasted Adam across the way. Um, the mummy and Thomas are kind of at it with at, with each other. Uh, Logan's, you're just kind of standing there as the werewolf and the vampire are still kind of going at it now with each other. Just kind of having, now it's kind of sounds like they're having like a little kind of like a power struggle kind of conversation happening. What are you doing? No, what are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Kind of like that. (laughs) Um, I don't like that the creature of the Black Lagoon just attacked my brother with his weakness of water. So um, I'm going to book it and try and do what I was going to do to the vampire, but to the creature of the Black Lagoon. So I'm just going to run at him. And I'm gonna fly at him with my bone claws out. Um, okay. This is gonna be another go toe to toe. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna say one of my weaknesses is very reckless for this because this is a very this would be like if I was a barbarian in D and D. This is my reckless attack. But, this is this is you go. This is the I'm going to rage. Yes. Fucking rage. Like grog. Um, and, uh, but I am going to add the power tags of my healing factors. So while I'm running, the like bite that I've already taken is starting to heal. So that doesn't, I forgot you had that. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, So you're at even right now. So yeah, I'm going to add, um, agile warrior because I'm moving through everything. Okay. And then I'm going to add filled with rage because I'm infuriated that this guy would attack my brother um, I'm going to use uh, my brother tag because again it's my brother that I'm trying to protect here 
okay. So, if you're gonna keep adding on uh, tags, I'm also okay. gonna say your weakness tag overconfidence is gonna take into play as well. Okay, cool. That's fine. Um, so, and then yeah, the final yeah, I'll I'll end up with a plus three because I was gonna use my mixed martial arts skills to, again. But yeah, so I that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, but you get attention on both those things. So, All right. Just my rule of thumb, anyone who tries to go like four or higher, I usually yeah. will try to implement a weakness tag of somewhat. So just yeah, depends on the move. Yeah, that's totally fair. We just say that while we while we wait for this roll to go through, uh, yep. create their narrative creativity here. Uh, the last few times we've said creature of the black lagoon, uh, maybe I'm dumb, but I've heard it as creature of the black lagoon. So I'm just gonna hear here on out picture this guy with a bead head. The dude, the dude. Uh, that's a that's a twelve. All right. So oh. I'm gonna say that as you're lunging at this guy, that tier two stash you had because of your because of your healing is now gone. You don't have that anymore. Okay. And what are you doing? with are you like just trying to plunge your bone claws into this guy? Yeah, I'm flying at him, bone claws out. And like trying to pierce him right in like the chest so that his arms kind of like he'll like kind of crumple with pain and then I'll like take him down to the ground with me using my momentum. Just like full out running, just going and then so so pick two, achieve your goal, get them good to give a stats equal to power, or block dodge counter. Um so I will get them good. All right, and, so you give him a three status. Yeah, and then I will also use my block dodger counter. So as he's, like, down on the ground, I'm going to be ready to see if he counters anything. So, yeah, you just lunge at this guy, and you just, like, both of his shoulders, your bone claws just stab into him, and you just pin him to the ground, like your bone claws go through his shoulders into the concrete floor. Nice. And he's just... And he already was still a little tired from the sock two he got from. Who gave him the sock two earlier? That was me. Yeah, the one you gave him. So yeah. he just like he's just like, and then he's just, plump, and he is unconscious now, Ooh. from all the pain. Nice. And that's why you don't hit my brother. Stink as you take the claws out. All nice. Right. So, I will say, because of where you landed, you're now, like, right in front of your bags of candy and the pumpkins. Um, this might be wild, but I'm going to pick the pumpkin head up. And as soon as you do that, all three of the other left checks just turn to you with fright on their face, just like, no! You're going to give us our candy back, bubs. Or I'm gonna smash this whatever pump pumpkin. That's what it is. Alright. Um before we do that, Adam, Thomas, do you guys want to do anything else in the moment? As Logan's would, doing this. Uh, yes, I would like to would you say that I'm close to the candy bags? Um, well he blasted you, you're like a few feet away. Okay. So I'd say you can, like, walk a few steps to get yourself a little closer, but you're not, like, right by your brother at this moment. All right. Well, then, Hunter, I'd like to uh, take the action, change the story. Okay. I'd like to uh, 
Prince of Persia Rewind Time that before I even left tonight for my Halloween trick-or-treat, uh, knowing that perhaps uh, people wouldn't be handing out as many candy or caramel apples as I would have liked, I would have brought one from home, and it's in my back pocket. So I'd like to change the story so that I have a caramel apple in my back pocket. What do I need to roll to make that happen? Okay, so I'm assuming you are trying to implement the flashback move. That's correct, yes. Not okay. Great flashback. Yeah, well, flashback. Okay, so... This is actually the first time I've done a flashback move every, every since I've started running these games, so I'm reading this over real quick. Describe events from your character's backstory that become relevant now. I will. You don't even have to roll. I. You can just get one juice from doing right, for this flashback. So then here we go then. I'm going to take that and... Logan, who's the guy that you just boned? Uh, the creature of the Black Lagoon. Oh, okay. Really quick though. I'm going to... Yeah. I was going to say, Juice falls under change the game rules, so you get the choice to either... Because you... Okay, so however much, what you can do with it, it depends on the number of juice you get. So with one juice, you can either create a story tag, burn a power tag or story tag, or give or reduce a status. So, so with um, that juice, you can pick one of those three options. Uh, does... Just because I'm not, I, I, I'm, I'm off on the wording of City of Mist. Does do any of those allow me to take like an action now? Now that I have my candy apple in my hand, would that be like a story tag? You can create the story tag like candy apple, and then if you were to use that candy apple for another move, it would basically give you a plus one on the move. Ooh. Right. I'm gonna That's... make the. I don't know what the phrasing is here, but I'm just going to make sure it's, like, super caramelly. Like, super... Like, that's my story tag, is that it's, like, the most... It's like a candy apple mace, almost. It's a cam. Candy apple mace. That's right. It's a cam. So I have this so, right. cam I'll, ready to swing next, next turn. I will roll with this. I'm liking where this is going, so... Excellent. So, yeah, you have a... So you have the story tag... Cam for Candy Apple Maze, and you can add that so it will be a plus one to whatever roll you want to do next. Sweet. Fantastic. All right. Uh, Scott, is Thomas going to do anything? Yeah. Thomas had initially also maybe thinking about destroying that pumpkin, uh, but it looks like Logan's got that on lock, so I, I, I noticed one of the old, uh, one of the boys is unconscious, and it looks like he might not need that jacket anymore. So I'm going to go over and I'm going to try to steal the jacket off the guy that Logan just stabbed. Yeah, I'm going to say just as you're doing this, because the mummy's distracted now. They're because the mummy, the vampire, and the werewolf are all looking at the pumpkin that Logan's holding up. Yeah, you just... Now, it will, it does have some holes in the shoulder a little bit, but you're easily able to just take the jacket off the unconscious uh, swamp creature. I'm going to walk around pretending to be the swamp creature, just going to look... It's so wet and cold, guys. Let's just go. And what I'm gonna do for this now, Logan, is I need you to roll convince. And what oh, okay. Thomas just did is gonna add the plus one to your roll. Oh, wicked! <laughs> because he just humiliated these guys by taking one of their members' jackets. I don't have anything. Which again, it's an old. It's like an '80s jean jacket with a. Punk with a jack o' lantern pumpkin board, and it says "Laughing Jacks," kind of like a like a motorcycle cut type look. Look. So, do you have any other tags? That is an eleven. I don't have any other tags, so. Well, you don't need. So, yeah, these guys are out of their 
Oh, it's just frightened at you holding this pumpkin. And the vampire's like, okay, okay, take the candy. Just let put the pumpkin down slowly. Is this like a like a, a big room or is it like a small room? It's a pretty big, decent sized basement. Okay, so if I like threw it away from the stairs, we'd have time to get our candy and get out of there. Um, well, it's, it'll, uh, it, it'll, well, it'll, it'll, it'll just like change what I'm going to do with the pumpkin. That's all. I mean, if that you're a is pumpkin, a you think only one thing happens to that pumpkin. Yeah, you're doing a you're basically that's that's going to be kind of a fuck around to find out moment if you throw that okay. pumpkin. <laughs> all right. All right. So I don't want to give away what would happen. That's completely up to you. What happens? What okay. you do with that pumpkin? All right. That I'm going to keep it above my head and like keep like pretending to throw it like you know like little kids do like the flinches just like, ah, 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 ah. Be like adam thomas grab the grab the candy bags i'm gonna slowly start walking towards the the stairwell with the pumpkin still above my head like pretending to like fake it and throw it wait logan i need something first i'm gonna look back at the crowd Give us two more jackets, or we're gonna destroy the pumpkin. That's gonna be a convince roll on your part. And I'm gonna let you have a plus one too for the pump for having the pumpkin in your possession at the moment. That'd be an eight. What was it again? It was an eight. You just see the you just kinda see the werewolf guy just just take off his jacket and toss it to you, but you only get the one for that. I guess you guys could share, and I'm going to give it to the Adams. I can't take it. I still have the pumpkin over my head, but... All right, I'll just so it just, hits Lo- it just hits Logan in the face and it falls to the floor, and then Adam Adams grabs it. Yeah. All right, Adam Adams so- does not grab it because Adam Adams is doing something way fucking cooler. Um, oh, what? Oh. Logan, uh, would you say that you're using your bones to, like, secure the jack lantern in place above your head? Uh, uh no, because I don't want to break it while we're still down there. But I got a pretty good grip on it, if that helps. My, my, my pun, no, I need the bones to be involved in my pun, so it's all good. Uh, I'm doing way, way cooler, oh. it's a pun. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll meander on over to the bottom of the stairs with my friends, assuming that Tony has the oh, candy. Fucking yeah. sick. I did grab the candy. But they were, they, they were shuffling off their jackets. As we get to the bottom of the stairs, I'm going to be like, run. And I'm going to throw the pumpkin to the like the opposite wall so that it gives us time to get out of there. Yeah, y'all, it's like right as you throw the pumpkin and turn around, the vampire would just sudden speed just love, just dashes and catches the pumpkin before it even hits the ground in his hands as the three of you just rush up the now the up the basement stairs which are now not as long as they felt before it's actually not too many steps now to get out of the basement and y'all just hook it out of that house and out of the broken dreams boulevard and back onto your homes on eldridge street we did it we should we should go back in the morning and burn that place down. That's not a bad idea. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We have our candy now. Why are we burning anything down? We are children. Fire's rad. No, didn't yeah. you 
get back from the mental hospital last summer and you we, we weren't going to have any more of these issues with fire? I mean, it's not like this is a, a, a fire with intent. You know, there still is some good being done, but I still get to have a fire. I don't I don't get why you're mad. I don't think I'm going to say trouble. do you either, I'm going to say does Logan have like a watch or a phone? Um it probably got destroyed when he got flushed down the stairs, so probably not anymore. Hold on. Yes, no, we definitely have a family phone that we bring with us, but it's the 80s, so it's like a rotary phone that does not tell us the time. <laughs> oh, it's like that original yeah. cell phone, so it's like the big brick where you have to like fully pull the <laughs> antenna out. Thing. But again, yes, no face, actually, just numbers, <laughs> to, buttons to push. Here's Actually, no, here's what I'm going to yeah. say. You hear there's a, there's a, I'll say there's a clock tower in the city that you all can still hear from the neighborhood. And you hear Mom. the sound of the chimes saying that it's 9 Let's p.m. Let's drive by it at 88 miles an hour. <laughs> Is there lightning you... tonight? No lightning. It's just the ch- it's the light it's the clock tower chiming that's now 9 p.m. Y'all still have one more hour for trick or treating. Excellent. More rocks. Yes. First things first, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rip the sleeves off both jackets, and then I'm gonna give them to Logan and be like, you can wear them as like an inverse jacket of just all your legs and arms, and then the middle part will be uncovered. Hold on, are you giving him the one that has the holes from where he stabbed the creature of no, Black Logan with, or no? I'm giving him I'm giving him all four sleeves to like put <laughs> on his arms and legs. <laughs> Adam and I are gonna wear some vests. Everybody knows vests are cool. Vests are cool. I feel so. I feel like a dog wearing shoes. <laughs> he just can't walk from. Oh, it's, it's, it's like crush, it's like holding down all the hair on his arms and legs. <laughs> He's so I'm mad like, it already. He just yeah. uh. What are no. you Greek? No. Oh yeah, because he got washed down the basement. <laughs> yeah, I will do a dog shake now that we're out of the house. It's like. Oh. So, myself clean. so y'all do this and y'all rejoin the rest of your school friends, neighborhood friends to do the last hour of trick-or-treating for the nights. No one, one will ever. Thing? What do you want? To... What does Thomas want to do? Is that Frankenstein around here still? Um, Frankie. you see him, you see him walking away with the largest bag of rocks that you have ever seen. I go, hey, Frankenstein! I want to see who turns around. It's Frank E. Steen! And I'm just, I'm not going to respond. I'm just going to turn my back on him and give him a little, Ugh, right at the much better Laughing Jacks logo on my jacket now. And he's like, yeah! And you just see him go, aww. Oh, man, that's, that's what I wanted. Place. Happy Halloween. <laughs> so, no one will ever believe you if you guys ever tell this story. But for the last Halloween of your guys' lives, more than likely, it was definitely the best one yet. Then we see the camera as it cuts away from you three, back over to the abandoned house, travels in the door, down the basement. The, la- the Laughing Jacks crew aren't there. It is just that glowing pumpkin. And you just... And for some reason... The, the pumpkin had like a somewhat of a smile. The smile on the pumpkin grows bigger as you just kind of hear a 
as the flame in it goes out and the screen cuts to black. And that is a nightmare on Eldritch Street. Yeah. Knew we should have burned that house down. All right. And now since we do... person doesn't solve. (laughs) That was fun. Now since we do have a little bit of time left, we're going to do a... We're not gonna. We're gonna makeshift it. This is gonna be the geek out after the credits moments, where we just get to I talk about the game and have we all enjoyed it and stuff for a little bit. Yeah, just like so. Yeah, yeah like we're not prepared, but Bulls is gonna DM a one shot right now as well. Yeah. Just go. <laughs> all right. So this was y'all's first time playing Say a Miss, correct? It was. Yeah. See. Not my first okay. time role playing as a child trick or treating, but my first time doing so in the city of mist. All right. Now, for the audience listening, why don't you tell us what riffs y'all picked? Which are riffs are the powers that pe- the characters have in the city of mist game. Tell us what the riffs of your characters were for this game. Starting with Connor. I chose the so my mythos was I wanted to do like a all things spooky Halloween so like a mix of like a Slenderman uh, copyright uh, like a vampire like a boogeyman under your bed and in doing so I built a character whose mythoses were steel life force and incorporeality and then my logos uh, was loved one for my big brother and then school people because I am a 12-year-old. All right. Speedy. So, um, it's kind of fitting. We're, we're recording this very shortly after they just announced that uh, my mythos is coming back to, in uh, Deadpool 3. But uh, Your mythos um, is Hugh Jackman? My mythos is Hugh Jackman. No, it's it's Wolverine for copyright's sake. I changed it to Badger because Wolverines are very similar to a Badger. Anyone with uh, the mythos of Hugh Jackman would just be to get more hair. That's all that yeah. would happen. <laughs> and loves musical theater. Yeah. yeah. Um, my two mythos were healing prowess, because of his healing factor, and nimble, because he's very light on his feet and agile. And then my two uh, logos were a car crash. That's how I first discovered that I had these powers, was in a really bad car crash. And master of the martial arts, because I like to be scrappy in fighting. Scotty. Uh, all right, so Thomas uh, has a Thomas's mythos is basically just kind of like, especially because when we figured out we we're going to do this in the 80s, um, it's kind of just like the spirit of rock at this point. Like the 80s to me was just like big glam metal, like just kind of over the top culture zeitgeist of just like insanity and just, yeah, so it was a lot of fun with that. Um, so I went with a relic first, which was his marching band drum, which was just the drum he carries around. Uh, his other mythos was he has like a musical soul kind of so like the power of music is sort of just coming through him and then thomas's actual personality is like he's like a rock star like he just really believes that he's super sick and just so good at these drums and that everyone's going to know it one day uh then he has the training of ten thousand hours because he has put in also the time with it like he's he's drumming a lot um and so it's just yeah rolling off that if you've ever seen that that uh robot chicken christmas episode where the little drummer boy is like just really badass it's kind of like that yeah i remember that 
Yeah, that was actually another thing. So we had like a chat that we were all discussing all this stuff. And I said that with some of the tags was he could have been the mythos of the little drummer boy if he had wanted to go that route. But either way, it was still good. Uh, Motley Crue kind of looking was really awesome. All right. So what was like? Can I? hmm? You go. Sorry. I was going to say, um, so giving your first, so give me, uh, so as first time players for City MS, give me, what was one thing that y'all liked about the game overall in general? What, like one or two things that y'all liked about this? The uh, looseness of it, uh, where, you know, in, in comparing our show that's D&D based to a City of Mist themed TTRPG, like D&D is very rigid. You know, you're rolling initiative, you know, who's going when you can only do an action, a bonus action and a move. Like this felt like, Oh, is this the time that my character is about to step up? Great. Or does this feel like maybe the other two need some shine? You know, let's do that. Like it's a little bit more loosey goosey with the, in terms of, you know, rules and it allows for a little bit more creativity. So that was something that I loved about this game. I really like the, the, the character creation of it. Like I'm a big enjoyer of creating characters and to make it and uh um like the themes and like the mythos and stuff where you can pull from real mythologies or real life is really cool and um so i thought like that and and i really like the rp side of dungeons and dragons so like to have it more heavy on like the role play side is also very cool i think in general i'm trying to figure out how to phrase this properly but like uh with the power tags and everything, it's it's kind of fun to just not have to be so, it's kind of touches on everything else, but linear and like, oh, I cast a fireball, it does a fireball. Like the ability to sort of like non-linear problem solve and see how you can apply your tags and just, it really is just kind of more freedom and flexibility in the system. I like that a lot. That's sweet. Adds for a lot more improvisation, which is cool. Yeah, this is one of the things that really got me hooked on Samus personally, especially since I have autism and I lean more on thinking in pictures as the saying goes. So just being creative like this, and like I also told the guys, I don't hold my players to, you can only pick from mythology or old historical figures that are long gone. Someone from a TV show, someone from a comic book, I am completely fine with that if you can make it work in the game and we can make it work around for a podcast. So... Because, like, one of my first characters I ever created just for laughs, he was a mix between the Ghost Rider and the Preacher from the Preacher TV show, that the voice of God. It's like, I forget his name. And then I've got all these other characters that maybe one day I'll get to play them, or I'm going to be the Forever MC. We will never know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life, man. All right. Did you have a question you had, Scotty? I was going to ask, what is it? How was it DMing three people who have never, or MCing three people who have never played this before? Um, well, it was very interesting because even though y'all have never played it before, I feel like I know you guys just from listening to y'all's podcasts. Like, I know just kind of like, here's what I'm probably going to expect, but at the same time, I don't know what you're going to throw me because you all play chaotic characters on y'all's Eldritch Budge podcast. So it's like, no. we can't. It's like, no. and Connor, we know, even though he's the DM, he can be just as chaotic with what happens in the game. 
So I ex still expect to have that same expectation from you. Like, I know that was going to... Because, okay, I'm just going to say it up right now. If no one had stopped that mummy from saying the chanting, he was basically going to summon the Headless Horseman. And then y'all would have had, like, another foe to face. Jeez. So... Thank God. Yeah, so I was playing to, okay, Headless Horseman, Headless Horseman. And then Logan comes in, ready to destroy the pumpkin. So that all went out the window. But it was, <laughs> it was good, though. It was something that I was completely out of yeah. left field, didn't expect it. And I think a game like this, when you use Powered by the Apocalypse RPG systems, they always usually are 2D6 systems. And it's a very easy system usually to learn if it's done right. And I think CMS was one of those games that I think was... As for a 2D6 system was done right. So that's been my thing. It's an easy system to teach others if you're like just starting out. And then if you want to go, like, because there's so much more to the actual game if you do longer gameplays. But yeah, just it was really fun just doing this with you guys. I've had a blast for sure. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, you did a good job, man. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah. Uh, another question I have, is there something that y'all didn't like about City of Mist that y'all would like think would be would see done better or you would see changed? Because I think you got to take the good with the bad. So what is like something that you think like, oh, I didn't like this part about it or I would rather have done this than do this kind of deal? I think part of it is just kind of having to unwrap because the only tabletop RPG I've really played, I played 40k, which obviously isn't role playing, but like the only other thing is just D&D. &D. So having to unwrap yourself from kind of that structure, like there was a couple times where I was sitting there being like, is it okay if I just say I'm going to do another thing? Do I have to wait for everyone else to get a turn? So like, and then it just like playing it is what helped kind of relieve that lack of knowledge. So I no, I thought like the system works really well. It's obviously just takes a couple cracks at it to really get into it and really start taking kind of advantage of all of it. Speedy? Um, the only thing I think I would change or be really cool as like maybe like a like a different thing is if like your first power tag, like that question you have to answer, maybe gives you two like a plus two instead of like a plus one. That would be like just because then it's like it's more impactful. And then it would have like then maybe it can't be as like it has to be used in certain situations, but when you do, you get a plus two instead of just a plus one. It's also fair because it does lock you into that first question. Yeah, like you have could, to take that one. That would be like a real. I would agree that would be actually a really good like homebrew rule because mm -hmm. within the city of Mist community, there's a lot of homebrew content out there that the city of Mist is completely fine with people sharing and all that. So I've seen a lot of homebrew content get made. So I'm like that for a homebrew rule. I think that would actually be a really smart idea. I may have to test that out one day myself just to see how it works. Mm -hmm. All right. And Connor. I'm just saying I don't have too many, uh, negative things to say. I say, uh, obviously the campaign would be a little bit different, but my, my thoughts were kind of similar to speed. So it'd be cool if you could like supercharge one power that becomes plus two or plus three or, you know, all always going to be convinced if you do this or, I don't know, some, something where you can kind of build it into your character's um, ethos a little bit more. Uh, but no, I, I think it was a very easy system and the 2d6 uh, for every role is cool. Um, what would make it maybe a little cooler is using like a d100 so there's true chaos in this game, but otherwise I'm, I'm happy with the outcome. Can't you? Yeah. Uh, I would only go up to... 
or just everyone going crazy when someone rolls a 69. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely agree that um, for it, it's fun, oh, it's decent for one shots to use this game, but definitely with how much the mechanics are and how they work, it is almost more meant for like longer gameplay. Which does sure. involve like because there's like a whole nemesis system that happens. Like if you lose any of your themes at all, you gain a nemesis from that theme. So say like you got so say like Thomas get loses his uh, marching band uh, logos and he gets kicked out of the marching band, and now his he has this nemesis yeah. of now he has this nemesis of the new star drummer. And so and Great that and, and there's yeah. Oh, I just just on the on the note of uh, Thomas losing his drumsticks. So he had a power tag that was always have my sticks or I always have my drumsticks or whatever. He lost them at one mm-hmm. point today. So even if he gets them back, if I was an MC, I would say technically you no longer can ever use that power tag because you lost them once and you don't always have your sticks on you. Uh, would you I'll ever do something crazy or wild? Uh, because... The MC probably should have asked, "Do you have a second set of sticks on you?" And I would go, "Yeah, multiple." And oh, yeah, wouldn't make more sense for a drummer to have a second set. <laughs> I always got my sticks, man. You think I ain't lost always sticks before? Always got a loophole. Lynched between his butt cheeks. Not even a loophole, bird. It's the name of the tag, you, for sure. No, but like I would a cop just reaches s- in for like their ankle gun, and except it's like an ankle hoist holster with drumsticks. Just yeah, always have my gun. No, but <laughs> I would have definitely. Uh, but no, actually, that would come up for like if he was to. I would actually say that would cause his mytho, his logos to crack a little bit instead of him just losing it. So how fade and cracks work in the game is if you do something that's like kind of counteractive to that mythos of logos, it can fade or crack. And if you get three fades or cracks, you lose that theme. So I think the fact that he lost his drumsticks at one point would cause his logos to crack a little bit because it's like, oh no. <laughs> So, I mean, everyone's going to run it differently. It's like I try it's like I try to run it kind of rules written, but even with rules written, I still want everyone to have fun with it. Because if no one's having fun, then it's pointless at that point. Would you have let so, me try to convince you that I have more than one set of drumsticks on me? If I had thought about it at the time, I probably w- I would have, no, that would have been a flashback or a change the game role for you to have a second pair of drumsticks on you, if anything. I would have made you flashback uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to I would make you have done a flashback to see, do you remember to bring the second pair of drumsticks with you? Flashback to him, like, looking at his second pair of drumsticks on his desk, and you're like, nah, just keeping going. <laughs> you guys want to hear, since I didn't come up? Oh. Oh, dear. Here we go again. Yep. <laughs> He'll be back. There he is. Right, Mr. Technical Difficulties himself. Every episode, it's like every 45 minutes, my desk, my Discord crashes for half a second. It's good times. I can say, though, this is definitely one of the smoothest recordings I've ever done for a game. So you're working with three professionals, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, because even though like the people I play with on my other game, they play before, there's usually kind of just kind of be like, okay, what do you do now? What do you do now? But and it's definitely working when you work with other content creators. They know what to do right off the bat. Like, oh, let me try this. Let me try this. Let's do this kind of a scene. So, I mean, it's always going to be different with everyone, though. So, but it was nice to kind of do just like this. And we're just kind of da 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 
It's like I didn't have to try to like lead you guys on so much, except for like when to let you all know when it was y'all's turn. Because yeah, there was some crazy moments. And speaking of which, tell me what was y'all's favorite moment in this game? The mental debate that Thomas was having while holding um holding Adam through the ceiling, going like, how are how is he not solid down there? But solid in my hands. And just try to figure that out for a while. That was all I was thinking about during that bit. The only thing that would have made that seem funnier was if when he poked us through his head, he pulled the mirror and went, Pow! <laughs> I honestly thought you were just going to make me drop him. Like, yeah, you go uh, like incorporeal and you just you fall through because my hands just go. Bleh. If he had like failed his investigation role, then yeah, part of that would have been, yeah, you, you, you drop him. Like his, like his shoes just pop off. Like, his feet become corporeal, but his shoes don't, so his feet fall out of his shoes and he falls through the floor. <laughs> oh, imagine if you fall through the floor and only your feet were corporeal. You just oh. get like stuck by your feet on the top. Ugh. That would hurt. That would hurt. Yikes. What was your favorite part? <laughs> You'd be speed? stuck. I really liked um the like surprise of the Jack Lantern like actually rising up from the I was like, oh shit. That was cool. I also really liked Frankie Stein. He was very... I liked that he had a super high-pitched voice. That made me laugh. No, so I did in my campaign I'm running, Demons Across End, there's a gang leader named Bear. And the idea is his, he's a bear mythos. But what I did was I did the thing where he's like, he's got the high-pitched voice, but when he goes in like beast belt, it deepens. So it's like, you want to sleep with the fishies? Bring it! Nice. And then my other player one-shot him with a lightning bolt gun, oh, basically. No. <laughs> it was like, bring it! <laughs> and it was oh. brought. Spoiler alert if that episode doesn't come out by the time this gets released. Yeah. What was yours, right. Connor? If you're a true fan, you'll have listened to it by now. We're not even worried. Given I'm still editing because I'm a single dad true who works full-time and has a life. <laughs> Get in the drive. All right, Connor, favorite moment from the game? So my, I'm going to cheat a bit here. My favorite moment from the game was something that didn't actually happen. Uh, I had been working on a pun for about 45 minutes. And uh, I'm going to reveal what the pun was going to be because I... Speedy must already know what it is because he's just tired of laughing on camera, uh, folks. Yeah, so... <laughs> Speedy had inspiration to get a joke out. Speedy had bone claws. Yeah, so Speedy had bone claws. I was hoping to at some point after Speedy had bone clawed, ideally the vampire. Um, So he's got bones in him. And then if I had my apple mace going, I was going to smoke the vampire in the teeth so that he couldn't use his bite attack. And then I was going to say bone apple teeth. And... That's that's what it was gonna be. Is there Thank like you, some Andrew. like alcohol guy on TikTok that does that? Right there. <laughs> there's, no, there's like some there's some alcohol guy on YouTube. What he does, he puts candy and whatever alcohol, lets it sit for a week, and then he'll like if it's still there, he'll like scoop out whatever candy was in, and he'll go bone apple teeth, and he'll eat whatever alcohol infused candy was in the jar. Ooh. So I well, that's that's what, what was it was going to be. But, but that very clever pun, very clever pun. I live, I live for dad yeah. puns like that. 
So the so no spoilers here, Speedy, but it was going to be the same pun. And if you had your bones in it, I was going to smoke the jack lantern in its teeth with my bone or with my uh, apple mace. Oh. <laughs> Scott is picking his toes on camera right now, folks. This is disgusting. No, it's, I like how great. Speedy, like I said, there was definitely parts in there where it's like I could see they were like doing like little Easter eggs from their own podcast on here. And I think my favorite was Speedy's character being the robot costume. Definitely kind of a nod, yeah. to, nod to Chode. Oh, nod and, to my yeah. boy Chode. Yeah, I guess you are a robot. Which Shame now makes me curious. If we, had gotten, observations. if we had gotten John and Wills on here, what kind of characters do you think they would play as? Josh would have played something like the mythos of chaos. Or something. You would have played um, uh, the guy that trains the guy that trains Hercules, uh, like the half the guy oh. that Danny DeVito voices in the Hercules movie. Phil. Is it Pan? Philistopheles. Oh. oh, I I was thinking I could see him being like the rift of Pinocchio and just constantly getting into trouble. And you guys yeah. were the friends that always saved him. Oh, yeah. funny fact about Hercules, I just found this out. The same guy that voiced Zeus in Hercules also voiced Zeus in God of War 2. Oh, really? I thought you meant so, real oh, Hercules. Cool. So I guess real fake Hercules, but you know what I so mean. So same character, two completely different sides. Because Zeus and Hercules yeah. are like, ah, oh, the great father. And then Zeus and Hercules are like, I'm going to kill you, son. Yeah. What, did I just say I, Hercules I, again? I meant to say Zeus in God of War. So I'm going to yeah. kill you. <laughs> That's pretty Zeus-like, though. That or turn into a goose. So it's like the the only other thing I probably would expect it was if uh, Scotty's character went to the kids the next day and they started like a revolt in the school. <laughs> you guys, there's yeah, this hey, crazy pumpkin. to all of the uh, mystery, the unknown. Sorry, uh, I'm doing a shameless <laughs> plug here, Speedy. Please uh, keep <laughs> your mouth shut. Uh, Famous plug here for Mysteries Unknown listeners who do not know Eldritch Buds. We have a, a phenomenal podcast out, uh, and you can learn about all these inside jokes by listening. Five stars. And I can guarantee, as a big fan of them myself, it's a really good show, and it's been going places. Though there are some things that they need to speed up on. Connor knows this. I've messaged him about this one certain fact. So hopefully yeah. we'll see what happens within... You guys got. You guys have another episode coming out soon, I think. Every well, I do. As of this episode <laughs> of recording, I think there's what sixteen episodes out or fifteen episodes out, and we have another. Six, yeah, sixteen will be this yeah. Wednesday as of recording. Yeah. At the time of this recording, it's we're recording this like beginning of October. Plan to release it on Halloween if I can get it out there fast enough. But without smoothly as this went though, I may just not have to do that much editing. Thankfully, so that's always a plus. Yeah. All right. Any other guarantee? Yeah. Any other thoughts, feelings y'all want to share about this before we call it a good game? Uh, if you guys haven't yet, watch Halloween Town. It's just Halloween time, and it's a it's a good little treat. Did you just do a plug for Halloween Town? Yeah, I wanted to plug Halloween Town. They won't sponsor us. Got it. Okay. De- right, I'm not gonna. Add, I'm not gonna add anything to that. That's a great place to end. It's like we do not own any of the copyright to any of these characters mentioned, nor are we sponsored by any of the oh, shows that you mentioned on here. Please like do not sue us. Anyone. I think it deserves yeah. <laughs> more respect in the Halloween pantheon. 
Yeah, my mythos is going to be Halloween Town next time. It's like oh, it's, it's like, like the town? It's in the zeitgeist. It's like uh, next time. The whole time. town is by inspiration. Yes. I feel like I'm about to do like a Dragon Ball Z ending. Like next time on a Nightmare on Elder Streets, our three characters must face the Hocus Pocus witches. We Thomas do not own the cup. We do I not own the cup. The Hocus Pocus. Cromwell magic. Yeah. Thanks for having us on, man. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good. It's incredible. Yeah, this was really great too. Mm-hmm. I have. So again, I'm Hunter the MC. This is Connor, Speedy, Scotty of the Eldritch Buds podcast crew. Again, sorry to Josh and Wills, they couldn't be here, but y'all are in our hearts. And everyone, it is now spooky season, and everyone, have a happy Halloween. Adios. All right. Let me stop that recording there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mysteries Unknown podcast. The background music you hear is from the official CMS soundtracks made by Son of Oak Studios. The content warning at the beginning was done by Ryan Bravo of Odd Loot. Any other characters and content mentioned on here belong to the rightful creators and owners. My name is Hunter the MC, and join me next time as we investigate the City of Mist.